Uh, hi, hi, and welcome to Plot Chat Valorant. I'm your host, Mimi, and joining me today are Wyatt, jo uh, Josh, and Bala. Today, we're going to talk about the newest episode of Valorant and all the hilarious moments it has in store for us. <laughs> Sideshow, what are you most looking forward to in this episode? And now you're supposed to say, well, Mimi, I'm excited to see what crazy antics the characters <laughs> get up to in this episode. I think there's a new map and some new weapons to try out. I can't wait to see what kind of mayhem ensues. Bala... What about you? And Bala is looking forward to see how the community reacts to the new episode. Valorant has such a dedicated fan base, and I can't wait to see what they have to say about it. Valorant. Now, I say, that's right. And we'll be sure to discuss all the funny moments and highlights from the new episode. So get ready for some laughs and a good time as we dive into the newest episode of Valorant. Let's get started. <laughs> and is that chat uh, GPT? <laughs> no, that's me. It's all me. Oh, that was just all you. Just, oh, <laughs> That's just my original writer. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I, I've been I've been following a lot of the like AI art stuff that's been going around, and yeah. I don't think artists have anything to worry about, particularly in terms of you know the <laughs> the AI rising up and stealing their jobs. But Mimi, when you started talking there, I could feel a cold drip of sweat going down the back of my neck because I could see the end of the us. Trouble. <laughs> my thought was, what if we did like the the analyst desks for Valorant with all chapters? So recently, I posted a Twitter thread where I told the AI to explain why ACS is the best metric to oh, yeah. uh, derive a player's worth. Mm. Uh, and it got like 2,000 likes, and most people thought it was sincere. And apparently, um, one of the Valorant journalist people both said that people on TikTok were making TikToks about the fact that ACS is apparently a really good metric now. So all you have to do <laughs> is just make the AI do your tweets for you. Wait, and it works also really well. That sounds like you've irreparably put back the reputation of analysis in Valorant by at least a year. Yes. You've single-handedly <laughs> caused people on TikTok to, to go backwards. But I got 2,000 likes. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Well, Slinger was, I mean, right. I Slinger was right. It's, it's just all about the clout with you, Mimi. Fuck. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm reading... I, I, I was reading the, the tweet, and it just... It, it just explains what i mean we we knew this this is exactly what acs i mean it just it's just saying what acs is <laughs> the yeah, thing is it doesn't even of, explain it right in the first tweet in the first tweet it explains what kdr is it doesn't even explain what acs yeah. is yeah i mean acs literally does not take the total number of deaths of a player and divide it by the number of rounds i mean that is, that is specifically i mean this is misinformation on the internet perpetuated by one of the experts who doesn't disclose that it's actually an ai bot i mean it is it is a coordinated misinformation campaign designed to pervert the brains of the average tiktok valorant viewer it's nonsense awesome yeah, <laughs> great, wonderful. Thank Me, you. When I spread misinformation. Yeah. All right. So we got a we got a bunch of stuff to go through here, but I think yeah. more importantly, um, somebody who occasionally graces uh, Plat Chat uh, put out a pretty disgusting tweet that I think that we need to address uh, because you know here we like to call out people that have unacceptable behavior. Yeah. And um, <laughs> that's right. And Wyatt, you know, I'm afraid to say when Silly's been at it again. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I'm, I'm aware because I sent. No, I, don't I sent fucking this show this to me. I sent this. Oh, don't to show this disgusting. to me. First Do we of have all, have to play the video. Just look at this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is this is shocking scenes already. Yeah. Now, you you can play it, Kurt. We can let him speak. Vanzilli is one of the nicest people I know, right. but he's also Here the most friends. wrong person. Yeah. I'm telling you, grilled on both sides, toasted, 
chicken noodle soup dip in. The ketchup doesn't go. The bread's a bit soggy. Uh, God, that's just not good, is it? I apologize for all the viewers that have just thrown up in their mouths. That, the, the, the eating audio at the end is fucking awesome, though. Just um, it's just... Minecraft eating noise. Oh my god. I mean, he was telling, I remember he was, he was telling Mike and I about, about that on a stream, and we were just, we were blown away. But this is a common thread with Vince. It really is Vince, a common he thread. Just, he, he has just absolutely absurd eating patterns. This is but the man that frequently... That might be the craziest th Those pieces of toast have been used on his cheeks as a face warmer beforehand. He said that's something he frequently does, is he puts his bread in the toaster, and when it comes out, he uses it to warm his cheeks. I think it's horrendous. I mean, it... It did teach me, though, that ketchup doesn't displace when it's in, uh, you know... Oh, it will. You do it in a liquid. <laughs> It'll fucking fall in that soup. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys know he's, he also eats pizza crust first, like backwards. There's yeah, a video out there of him doing that, too. No, that's we, a classic we, one. But that's but... just idiotic. We gave that's a solid 30-minute not... segment on that. Yeah, on yeah, there. yeah. We, 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 gave, we gave that half an episode damn near, <laughs> I think. <laughs> we, we deep dove into that one. Yeah. But yeah, this... This, this, this is next level. This I, it wouldn't even be good without the soup. Mate, when you look at that sandwich... No, you don't. No, have, no, you don't have to show it again. You don't have to show it again. Don't have to show it again. But it wouldn't again. even be good without the soup. But I that mean, is some of the. My question is now, like, no. as his friends, as I his mean, colleagues, what stop, can we do to help man. him? Is there anything we can do to help stop this man? Like, I feel like there's some like. Duty Mimi, he's that like we have. 50 years old. It's over. Like, can't <laughs> is he? That. Is he just beyond saving? It's yes. Too far. Am I naive to think we can help him? No. What you need to do is. So instead of trying to alter Vansilly's behavior, when Vansilly operates in a sphere of influence that touches people younger than him that can be changed, target them mm. instead. You know, target the people <laughs> in the sphere of influence. Don't target Vansilly. He's too far gone. He's too far. He's too corrupted. <laughs> oh uh, my god. Yeah, okay. That is just the filthiest glizzy goblin I've ever seen. But go, go on. Go on. Let's uh, move on. I um. I there was a there was a new teaser for the new map posted on the Valorant Twitter, and it looks like an episode of Platchat with Bren in it. it it's it's what like does that mean? <laughs> Wait, look at what? it. Look at the picture. Look at the picture. This is this is an episode of Platchat when me and Bren <laughs> turn up late and we haven't got enough sleep the night before. And, Wait, this and literally looks the like the unreleased notes. episode from Istanbul, where we were just continually getting more and more food as it went on. Yeah, <laughs> actually true. This is what the unreleased episode looks like. And also a good reminder that I need to finish editing that, because I definitely said that I was going to. Yeah, so this is, this was a new map. It's based in El Salvador. And for some reason, everyone seems to hate it here. Uh, I don't know why. That's a good I don't, start. Yeah. Based on this image. I mean, look at him. Look at Phoenix. He looks miserable. And I mean, Neon's yeah, falling is, asleep. Yeah, yeah, they probably, I mean... That's Killjoy's lost point, her hat. She's been robbed. It's just jet I mean, lag. the question is why? Look how nice this place looks. Yours reading a book. They have fucking pastries. They have, uh, it looks like iced coffee or something going on here. Like, this looks like a really pleasant breakfast. And all these Valorant agents are just too, too entitled to care. <laughs> Yours should, uh... Sad. Take his top off. 
<laughs> because it's hot out. Because it looks hot out. Uh-huh. And it, is, it looks, uh-huh. it looks, why? They're on the beach. So, and they're wearing jackets. So why did you that single out? That would get the people that mm-hmm. I'm, because. Why did you single out your room? Because Three I, of them because are wearing jackets. Because again, I know what the course. people want. Mm-hmm. I could have gotten this a lot more likes. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, so sorry. Why, it's so, so, it's just so, they're, they're on the beach. Yeah. Take off your jacket. What is on the phone in the front there? Uh, Phoenix. That Phoenix is peak narcissism and exactly what I expect of Phoenix. Actually, that's his twin brother. He's really attached to him. Well, they did, doesn't he actually have another person that is Phoenix in the world or whatever? Yeah, the, the Omega Phoenix or whatever. Uh, what? So you think he's got a picture of his rival from the second dimension <laughs> yeah, the as his background on his phone? Or whatever. Uh-huh. No, somebody's calling him. You could see the phone call. No, it's That's Brimstone it. calling him. He's got a missed call from Brimstone. That's, That's what that Brimstone? says. How the fuck can you see that? I just see pixels. No, it's definitely Brimstone. Yeah, that's what, that's oh, what okay. Kurt told me, so I believe it completely. It's definitely Brimstone. Book? What are we reading? It's this a is travel a travel guide. guide. Mimi, you travel turn guide. into Hercule Poirot as soon as you open up an image and enhance it. <laughs> I, I feel like this is like the, like... Spot a spot the difference game image. It's like there's so many weird details that it's got to be a spot the difference game image, or like mm. where's Waldo or something. Yeah, but there's no differences because no one's ever posted the image before, so I think it really falls flat right there. I think. New agent. <laughs> yeah, that Everyone person in this looks like a new agent. One of those oh, images no. where there people think there's a time traveler and a photo from 1930. <laughs> <Someone> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. Anyway. People have been how saying, long are we going to deep dive this? People have been saying for a while. And why are people so passionate about it? There's no good analysis on PlatChat anymore. Well, just show them that. <laughs> show them that segment. <laughs> deep dive into every pixel. Um, so the reason, though, that they're teasing a new map, and it's quite important at the moment, is because they've already made the shifts to the map rotation. We know that whatever the new map is, it's coming in. I mean, we knew that anyway, because that's just how it works. But they've already specified the Bind and Breeze are out. Thank the fucking lord. Which I'm death? gonna be, I'm gonna go against oh, no. Wyatt. And oh, I'm gonna no. I'm gonna go crazy. Mimi, don't I be think... a contrarian just to be a contrarian. Don't be. I'm not being contrarian just that. to be a contrarian. I want Breeze to die at any cost. And if we have to lose Bind, which is one of my favorite maps, and also one of my favorite maps to watch in pro play, I think Bind is awesome and lit and fun and there's a good amount of variety but breeze sucks and this isn't just because i cannot aim in ranked it's because i feel like the map <laughs> is just like i don't know it, it feels so flippy and so like chaotic a lot of the time and i don't know i want some kind of change to happen to it i want breeze to be better i want new horizons so i'm glad it's gone but i think bind being out is a bit of a travesty. I think Bind is a really good map. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, I think it could use some work, but I think in its current state, it is significantly better for Breeze. If two were to die, I would have liked it to be Icebox and Breeze dying, um, but I'll take this sacrifice to get Breeze out of here. Can you imagine the Viper molding that would have happened if they'd taken out both Icebox and Breeze at the same time from the <laughs> map pool? <laughs> that, would have been, that would have been something fairly excellent to witness. Um, so yeah, the, it, it is interesting though the point you bring up about Breeze because the what I feel like a lot of people have a lot of problems with Bind, Breeze, and Icebox. I feel like those different portions of the Valorant community hate one of those maps intensely and are convinced that it's the worst map and needs to be removed. And one of the big reasons I hear brought up for Breeze and uh, Anders tweeted about this as well when it came out is that even the best teams on Breeze 
aren't can't really get like big uh, long records and dominance going on the map it does tend to be according to the data apparently though i haven't seen the data is uh it does tend to be more coin flippy than the other maps probably just because it involves more kind of duels so you're like forced to take them at various points um but i, I kind of like breeze because it has at least different ways that you can approach the map that you see different teams doing different things it has like four lanes that you can go and explore I kind of liked it. It wasn't just even a permanent chamber map. I mean, okay, this <clears throat> this paper X comp was was a bit bonkers, but even Fnatic tried to run this actually as well. So, or something similar with the breach <laughs> of really the neon cool stuff. Yeah. I there was there was a bunch of neon comps at the end of last year too. Like there was a yeah. bunch of yeah. neon comps. Like there stage was... one of this year too. Like in NA, like Phase started it, I think, and then like a bunch of teams started trying it. EG was trying it for a bit, like. Breeze definitely had like more variety to the compositions than say like Icebox, which which I think that's the biggest reason that like people are like Icebox needs to die because the the compositions have been fairly stale this year. Even though I don't think that's entirely fair because I think the comps have been fairly stale on Bind as well though. Bind has been Bind has been a you run a Smoker probably Brim and Viper and then you run lots of Initiators kind of map for. For a long time i mean but i feel like there's been a lot of maps like i think most maps in valorant except maybe ascent where we probably see the most variety can in a way be seen as like having like that one major comp that gets like pulled into like i think fracture at this point you see like pretty usual comps with like single controller brim i guess you do get variety sometimes with the sage comps coming in but i feel like most Neo, maps neon. at this point have it. like two main comps that people like move between and maybe the duelist switch maybe you swap a neon for a raise or something but I don't know. I, th I don't think that's a reason in and of itself to get rid of Bind over something else. What's the overall feel here? For, just for the maps going out, Bind and Breeze. Overall feel. Okay. This is what I have to Speak say. The truth. <laughs> Speak the truth. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't answer the question. Just speak the truth. Because I know <laughs> you're about to fucking spit facts. Bind getting removed at this point, I am fine with. It has been in the game... For fucking ever. Yeah. We have seen everything under the sun that could be done on that map with the agents that exist in the game. Um, also, personally, I would like to see a lot of it reworked because I don't think it's particularly fun, especially to play. I, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of playing in ranked. Don't yeah. think it's a great. I, I just don't think it's a great map. I think we've, it's been in the game forever. We've seen everything that could be done on it. Cool. Time to move on. Okay. I'm fine with that. Here's the thing with Breeze. Why would we take out Breeze instead of Icebox? They literally <laughs> have the same problems, but one of them has been in the game for like a year longer. Mm. What's, but Icebox has had ex some exactly. change within I mean, that My year. thoughts, exactly. Yeah. I did have this exact same I mean, reaction. We've been, we've been seeing the exact same Groundhog Day shit on Icebox for years. How? I don't think that's fair. Straight I, I, up. I'm going to be an Icebox defender. I think stuff has been changing. People have been trying fade raise comps. People have been trying killjoy. People have been changing. It's There is some variety, not a people huge amount of variety. Since I'll admit, came out at the like, very beginning. And I know. People are trying like, people fade raise. She's the new, she's I the, don't the think, new thing. The to new me, agent. It's to not about the comp, though. It doesn't matter what comp you have. You always approach the map in the same way. Yes. It really doesn't matter. You can put whatever agents you like in there. It doesn't change your actual... Uh, macro approach to how you played the map at all and that to me is a yeah. massive problem that that was what uh kaplan posted a thread about it as well the the sentinels um and strategic and, coach and i agreed with everything he was saying there and <laughs> i think on 
if, if you do want to talk about agents, though, on Breeze, I think with Chamber getting nerfed, there's gonna, I think there, there's going to be a lot more uh, open opportunity for, for different approaches with different Sentinels, you know, more yeah. Cypher gameplay, mm. kind, of, kind of mixing shit up there, and I think there's going to be uh, more room to experiment there. Where on Icebox, if you're not playing Chamber, if you want to send only just we're going back to Killjoy, which we saw for a year, right? Mm. So, I mean, uh, it's just, yeah, I mean, this. <laughs> this I mean, I've been period. reveling. I've been reveling in being a hater and watching the downfall of Breeze. But I, I think that everything Kaplan says is very true. I mean, Icebox is just like, oh, we're going to we're going to do a drone into a wall and we're going to hit B on attack or we're going to go fast A and, and scale the site together. And maybe occasionally we'll throw in a mid hit, but it's nothing super crazy ever on that map. Breeze has a lot of difference. I think it is also good for the pool to have that kind of like aim check map that even the best teams won't always win on because it can be a little bit flippier. I think in competitive play, it is really, really fun to watch Breeze sometimes, even just more casually, because that is where you can see a lot of crazy upsets and a lot of stuff happen. And I don't think it's bad to have a map like that in the pool. I'm still glad it's gone because I think it needs some changes. But I do agree that I think Bind should have lived and Icebox should have died. I think Bind is, I, I think it's, it, we get more enjoyable games and variety on Bind, in my opinion, than Icebox. I, I want to talk and pivot this to Split, though. I mean, we can mold all we like, or maybe it can celebrate all she likes, I'm not but the, the deed has been done. Icebox has dodged the removal three times in a row now, but Split well, I mean, twice in a row, absolutely I ridiculous. I mean, it, it's, it's just... No mold. I want to talk Split. I want to give Split just a little piece of time here. They're reintroducing it. They've confirmed there are some changes. I, I think maybe we don't want to get too much in the weeds of like, what are the exact changes you want to see? But are there any broad strokes things you would like to see? And just as a feel, how much do you think the map needs to change when it comes back in? Do you think it was always a pretty good map? It just needed to come out for a bit and now, you know, it's it can be reintroduced with like some small angle tweaks or does it need a fundamental, you know, redesign of how a whole half of the map works in order to be fun again? I think the, 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 I think the issue with Split is that in pro play and for the viewing experience, it's super based but when you're playing it in ranked and you're trying to to hobble together you and four brainlets to hit a site <laughs> and like take control up like into b heaven and shit it's just impossible i mean that's that's the problem yeah it's just it's so hard to to play in ranked at times that it just i mean come on we all know the feeling of when you queue into split for like the second time in a row and you see her starting on attack, just... <laughs> you just know it's over. You know you're going down 10-2, and you have to come back. Like, the, it's just the, so The point of the map, though, the, from a like conceptual point of view, is in the definition of the name. It's supposed to be a map where you can't really, or it's very difficult to, five hit through the main choke point, right? You're supposed to be encouraged to take map control elsewhere and split into sites and you know that's why mid is very important that's why the choke points when you enter b and enter a are really tight if they just make those wide and make five hidden easier so that it's more fun to play in ranked does that defeat the point of the map or could it really still be itself and a very good map to add to the pool with that change where do you come down on that I don't want to see them change the the mains. I think the way it is right now where mid control is heavily emphasized and kind of necessary most of the time on the attack is actually pretty solid. 
I think the biggest problem area for me on the on the map is, is vents because right now I feel like it's really hard to orchestrate. I'm trying to think. I think that's the 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 A site. Yeah, I think it's really hard to make <laughs> A splits happen. How long has it been since you on... uh, since you played Split, Mimi? I perennially forget which map which side of the map is each, so I have to like think in my head. It's like people who don't know which side is left and right and have to like hold up these things. That's not me though. I know my left from the right. Just for the record <laughs> here. Just for the record here. Guys, oh. L for left. This is my left side. Oh. Um, but just for the record here, I know my left from my right. But you have to think you're a defender and the left side of you is A. So I had to do that in my head really quick. But uh that's all besides the point. Um I, I think that Vents is the area that needs the most work. I think particularly in ranked, it's really hard to make like a splits happen and thinking back to like the pro play at the end of split it was almost always we're defaulting space in mid you, and this is like ancient <laughs> kurt <laughs> we're like defaulting space in oh, mid and then going down and breaking the sentinel utility uh inside of vents i think yeah. events was opened up a little bit more and could allow faster plays to split through mid similarly to how a heaven or b heaven works right now i think that could really help making the map feel a little bit more better for attackers because right now i think it's a little too easy for defenders to just keep a heaven control and just win every round on a by like kind of cutting the hit Okay, okay. One of the things I always wanted to see was them connect uh, A ramp down to sewers in a way that was easier for teams to go and create some A ramp pressure and still connect with the rest mm. of their team. I think at the moment you need A ramp pressure, but then that player is just so isolated from the rest of the team that it really becomes difficult to, to do anything with them. Um, but we'll see what they've done. I mean, I really have no concept of whether or not they're going to go in a crazy way with Split or whether they're just going to make minor changes and reintroduce. But it's going to set an interesting precedent for the future. Like when Bind and Breeze come back, how much do you expect them to be changed? I think a lot of people are going to be looking at Split being introduced again uh, to give them a, an idea for that. So the massive stuff that's happened, though, this week is a patch that's essentially like... Um, rewritten the way that a lot of the interactions work in the game it's also the big chamber nerf patch so we've split these patch notes into two to discuss chamber to start with because the rest of the shit is like so large that we need to give it its own space so there are massive nerfs happening to chamber how does this push him around in the meta to me it looks like he has been bonked with a big stick and it's going to be difficult to get the same level of global value out of him that made him insanely good on the defense side well actually on the attack side as well um but let, let's run through it so headhunter the spread has been increased after the second bullet so you can't really spam body shot or spam and then get a lucky headshot on the fourth bullet or whatever which was pretty common actually when you watch people using the headhunter does that change the, does that move the needle on its own how did pro play i don't think uh, no. how common on pro play i think you only saw ranked players like spamming your shit. I mean, every once in a while it would happen, but it's still not even changed that much to where like if you're close range, you're not gonna get the kill okay. anyways. At pro play, it's still you're tapping. So. All right, so headhunter, not the biggest nerf. So it didn't change the fucking pullout time, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Um. So then you get to this massive change with how chamber uh, works, and the rendezvous has changed. So the radius has increased. So his, uh, the, the area that you can play it around your teleporter is much larger, but you only have one of them, and you go back to the center of it. So you can max teleport 15 meters, uh, 13 meters instead of, I don't even know what the hell the max range was previously because you had two different anchors. You, you could teleport all the way around the map. You, you could get some crazy shit going on. Um, and you can't pull out your gun quite as easily when you teleport, stuff like that. I think just watching a video is a much better way of thinking about this, but it means essentially that you can hunt down the chamber 
if you hear him teleport away. He's going to be within range to actually try to punish. Is this a big enough difference to make Chamber much more difficult to play against? To make oh, him more yes. difficult to play against? Uh, sorry, to make him Hallelujah! easier to play against. It's over! <laughs> Finally, bro. It's 100%. I mean, you have a single TP, so you're not going to be able to do like super fast rotates or anything like that. And you're localized to the one TP, so it's very obvious where you're going, and it's very close to where the uh, opponents might be. There's few places where you could actually get like a safe TP off anymore, and maybe that's one of them, but you're like literally pushing for it, and then you combine that with the rest of the changes as well, which we haven't gotten to, but it is very, very much more difficult to play around and to come up with some good TPs. Yeah, I, I think new chamber TP is almost like with like the range it has, it feels more like it's like an instant omen TP to get out or like kind of like a your TP compared to like the like crazy good get out of jail free card it used to be. Because if you're playing like a jet or a raise and you make contact with chamber, he TPs away, you can so easily dive and close the gap within like two seconds and be on him and be able to instant trade. I think it makes him like pretty much unplayable on a few maps. I think on Pearl, most of what made him good is going to really struggle you can still kind of play long with him but you can get dived on a lot more easily i think on bind a lot of like the fast rotations that people really liked playing him with just no longer exists uh on ascent you can still get on your defensive side peaks in like a and b main which i think are still pretty powerful so maybe there's a chance for him to still have some usage there i think he's still viable and if you have and if you think more about how your setups are working and what maps you're playing him on you can still play him but also killjoy and cypher are just gigabusted in this patch so I don't think we'll really see many pro teams at all sticking by Chamber, which is awesome. Do you see this being the death of Chamber as well? Uh, we have to get to everything, but at least on that, it seems like yeah. it'll still be good for early round aggression, um, but not rotating. Yeah. So yeah. Like I mean, you could yeah. still get an early round pick, just holding it like fast peak with AWP, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, like Ball said, knock it for rotate. And also, yeah, this is another important point. If you break the teleport anchor, it's done for the whole round. It doesn't get placed on a cooldown. If you break that anchor, it is done uh, so he can't okay. teleport at all for the I rest of the round. I didn't even realize that one. Yeah. Wow. So that's a pretty massive yeah. nerf as well that means that even if you go for that early round aggression, <clears> if they, um, if you, you know, leave your teleport behind or something like that, you can't reuse it later on. So he's not a threat in the late round as he was earlier on. So, but to me, the rendezvous change, I think it was seven was saying that he actually thinks it is quite cool to look at. Like maybe it could be a buff in some certain situations or maps, which I, I can, I can understand that perspective in certain yeah. small areas of the map, like niche places. Yeah, I agree with that uh, for sure. Like in places like Haven Short, right? Where you would put the mm -hmm. TP in a link, you can go way much more closer to the ramp in sewers for example to get like more aggressive peaks there's a lot of places like that yeah. uh, another one haven sea long like on defense you can put it at the top of sea long behind the green box and get into cubby you couldn't do that sort of stuff before without taking your second anchor with you yeah. and going all the way up so you have uh, a little bit more flexibility basically how it was pre previous nerf yes. where they reduced when, the... when he was ultra fucking buffed yeah and, he... and i think it's slightly bigger than that even still so yeah. you have you have a lot of room to work with within that one tp uh, more than you might expect but not enough to really call it a buff i think mm. but the the massive change to me and i know that the rendezvous change is incredibly heavy 
But when I think about how he's actually being utilized in the space of a sentinel on a lot of these uh, compositions, the change to his trademark is huge because it's now range restricted. It, it works like a Killjoy alarm bot or a turret that you would put down in mid to, to block off you know, somebody rotating through an area yeah. or somebody um, coming behind you as you're running a default. Uh, it can be recalled mid-round, which is pretty cool, but the fact that it's range-restricted is enormous. So, for example, the, the video there is of Bind, the classic spot, and you can see on the mini-map um, that basically you can never play showers or be long as a chamber and keep that up for the rest of your team. And once you commit into a site, it's also not going to be useful for watching the flag. And that's entirely why people put the trademark there and, yeah. and i'm sure it has repercussions on a lot of the other maps too that Definitely. make him much worse than some of the other sentinels in that position now yeah they've really just forced him to be a site localized agent poor at rotating the tp is less effective can't control other parts of the map with the with the trademark I mean, it seems like now, you'd, I'm sure there's, if you're playing Chamber, there's probably a lot of situations where it's just preferable to use the trademark to, like, hold uh, a flank where if you're playing an aggro angle off the TP, like, you can't get punished by someone pushing a different yeah. area, you know? Like, just have the trademark watching yeah. that so you can actually TP out and run away safely without for, getting caught. For example, um, on Haven defense, you know, you, you'd see... Optic run a setup where Ye would sometimes have his trademark in garage where they would just leave that open and the trademark would be watching it. But yeah. a lot of the time he would put his trademark at short while he was opping long. And that's, you know, just to watch his back while he solo holds A. Yeah. That's the kind of style where it feels like everybody's going to have to play now instead of having yeah. it across the map. It's, they've really just forced him into being a sight anchor, it feels like, um, on defense. And on attack, it's also, I mean... Yeah, I mean, on attack is is then you're essentially yeah you're kind of shoehorning him into a killjoy kind of role, but you would probably just rather have a killjoy in that situation. Like I'd rather have a turret watching an angle than have one yeah. trademark. So or two pieces yeah. of info at yeah, least, yeah, yeah. right, with the alarm bot and the turret. Right. Yeah. You can. I, yeah. So I couldn't even like figure out on most maps. I played him like probably Haven, Icebox. Uh, I forgot one more, maybe Bind or something like that. And there's like no way to like properly hold the flank except literally commit yourself to holding the flank mm -hmm. otherwise you're using it as literally like a, a drone right you're just like throwing it into a cubby or something like that to try to clear and even then it's still nerfed in comparison to this version because it has a higher activation time so it takes longer for it to trip and once you place it so even then that effectiveness is kind of useless and on defense you could still use it to hold like a hold choke for you while you go and op another side but it has to be close to you again. Uh, it's really, really, really bad now. And the whole reason, I think, why he's not going to get picked. Because there's still some niche applications, I think, of having an op agent. But yeah. that without the trip is tough to justify. I, I think on defense, Chamber can still be good. Um, I think the, the situation you described in short Shortballa with like solo holding A, that can be pretty awesome. I, I think there are some applications on Icebox where you can get it to work, but like, uh, if I think of that map, like you can't even like really easily TP top yellow and have a way to get out anymore. It really limits a lot of his possibilities. Um, so I think overall, like he still has some viability and we'll see still see him niche picked on occasion, but just how good the other Sentinels are right now and how limited his utility is at actually finding value on the attack side, 
I think Chambers is going to be pretty real, uh, pretty real, pretty rare. Uh, I think this is probably his death. He is still a real Chamber agent. Real. That is true. He's, he's still very, I, I, very so real. real. Another element of it, too, is with the trip, like if you're playing defense and or sorry, if you're playing attack and you're playing against a chamber, who, for example, fracture, they put the trip drop or something like that. This localizes him so much more than it did uh, elsewhere. Would he be yeah. able to float? Right. So, you know exactly where the chamber is. Play Actually, you know like the two different options because uh, you're going to want to play probably max range on your on your trip as much as possible just to get as much value as possible but you you know where the general area that chamber is going to be playing or where the opera is going to be if that's the case so a lot of imagine, information games can you imagine when people get used to this patch where you you the, you hear the chamber pop the alt and you see, oh, there's a trademark there. He must be in that area. And you know mm -hmm. that he can't teleport across the map to challenge you again at a different angle. When people go back and watch the VODs of this year, it's going to be like watching a <laughs> horror movie. It's going to be like, holy <laughs> shit, he was everywhere all at once around every corner challenging you all the time. It's an absurd difference in terms of your fear playing into yeah. a chamber. And... Uh it's the next thing we'll get to, but all that being said, Ben, when he, you know, he, let's say he has the op out the alt, he kills the first player. Uh -huh. Now you can actually swing as the second player and trade it because he doesn't <laughs> immediately have the gun ready to go again. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, let, trading is a little bit far fetched because he's still going to TP Wyatt, but it's all. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, after that, I mean, <laughs> yeah. after, after the CP, where, you know. Previously, you could take like four shots before there can even be. Yeah. Doesn't matter. You can still fucking whip out his head hunter and go blah blah blah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't <laughs> it matter. Does, it does matter. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's let's keep going as well. <clears throat> I uh, so yeah, we've got the the chamber alt, and they've just made it much slower so to fire. Slow. I mean, this is chamber alt. Thanks the Lord. Chamber ult was already an exceptionally powered, powerful ultimate without it being impossible to trade. I, I just think this is it should have been done a long time ago even when they wanted Chamber to be super powerful. Even with perfect spacing, like, you couldn't trade yeah. him because it's so fucking fast. The worst that you could do was try to have perfect spacing and you just get doubled. And that happened so often this year. You just yeah. got collided every time. It's so bad. But now it's... I mean, I haven't gotten used to it. So all the games that I played with him was like, I was every time I shot, I was like, "What the fuck? I can't shoot this again, like ever." So, um, but it's definitely slightly slower than an op, even. So, oh, is it? I thought they just made it the it same actually, as the op. It, it's slightly slower, not oh. by much, but slightly wow. slower. Well, that's weird. And he that still just... has his nerfs, where like he he cannot like leg shot people and get the kill. So the, he is just straight up has a worse gun than the off now. It is free, but. If that's true, Bala, then it is just worse. Mm. Which is fine, by the way. That's totally fine. It should have been worse in the first place. It's a fucking... <laughs> it's an ult that puts a slow field when you kill a person. Yeah, I mean, so... the slow field still makes it very difficult to trade if they actually get a kill. <laughs> yes. When we're talking about trading, it's not so much trading. It's more like he misses a shot and you can get set up on the angle in time in order to punish him. <laughs> the, like, ain't yeah. nobody swinging through slow fields to punish this dude, even still. Um, is there anything else? The, the slow has a reduced duration to four seconds. I mean, the slow is absurd anyway. But I think overall, Chamber has been whacked. And I love this approach to balance. I haven't read this paragraph from them anyway, but I like that they're going into detail here. But I think that hard nerfing agents that have been controlling the metagame for a while is fine because it gives you a breath of fresh air. It lets you see what the game would be like without them. And they can slowly bring back up their power level to the point where they're, they're still getting some playtime. I don't think there's anything wrong with this way of 
approaching the game. Yeah, fine I, with me. Makes it interesting slight, starting I, this year. I, I still have a slight problem because, bro, like, when they do bring up the power level again, yeah, he's still TPing. He's still just getting away free. Like, what what viable ways can you actually bring up the power level that doesn't just make him broken again? Are you really treading on the Chamber One Trick's noses as they're already Hell in the yeah. dust? Fuck the Chamber One Tricks. They're starting to pick Raina in my rank games. Like, they don't deserve anything Wait, in this he's game. Good. <laughs> I have noticed an uptick in Raina. I didn't put the two and two together, but surely that's not because of the Chamber nerfs, is it? <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Uh, it's awful. But anyways. Raina's awesome. But, but the, still, I think the question stands. How do you viably bring up his power level to where he's not absolute dog water, which I don't necessarily even think is completely true uh, in this range. But how do you bring it up without making him overpowered again? Mm, I mean, <laughs> rework the entire agent. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's got to just be maybe like, I feel like you leave his like TP stuff where it is. Maybe you give him a little bit more room on the TP. You play with extending like how far away he can be from it. Um, or on top of that, you just change his trademark back uh, and give it like the global power again, similar to a Cypher Trip. I feel like that's an easy way to balance it back through without like putting him back to old like Giga Broken days. Yeah. Uh, I think there are ways to to switch it slightly with like extending the distance or, or like playing uh, playing with the trip. But I think right now, just leave it. Uh, Chambermains can cope and seethe, and uh, <laughs> I don't want him... I don't want to even talk about uh, buffing him again. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's a conversation for way down the road. Way down the road. People, <laughs> might, people might still play him at this point. We don't, we don't even know. Uh, but the patch changed so much more than just Chamber. It changed the interactions between a lot of how, like, enemy damage really works. You might have seen when we were going through the Chamber patch there that the trademark health has been changed to 20 instead of 1. And that's also been across the board for a lot of the smaller pieces of utility, like the recon dart and the alarm bot and stuff like that. And one of the reasons is that during this big patch, they've allowed basically all damage to affect all utility. It doesn't exactly work like that, but that's the general rule going forwards. And I think that they've just simplified and made the game much more intuitive to people who would have maybe, for the first time playing the game, expected it to work like that anyway. Um, so if we want to just kind of take a look at the... Oh, uh, yeah, uh, the patch notes. I mean, one of the big winners of this appears to be, um, like, Killjoy mains in general, right? You've got Chamber Nerf. The, uh, sure, the lockdown takes more damage from other stuff. Oh, yeah, let's, let's start from the top then. Okay, so what, what is here? What is here? Breach. Big changes to Breach, guys. His alt points have increased. Why? One. <laughs> Why? Why? Because it's a good Wait, ultimate, and they've been slowly just moving everything up. It's a good ultimate. It's a good ultimate. <laughs> I've seen some clips recently of just some absolute, just, it's just so easy to get kills in that ult. I mean, it is good, but also just, is it that good? Is uh, it eight orbs yes. good? I don't, don't want to hang us up here forever, but it feels no. like everything is eight orbs. Why? Yeah, I, I don't. But we can keep moving. That's fine. <laughs> I'm fine with it. Less I don't mind the game. I don't care. Cool. I don't play Breach. <laughs> But also, why? <laughs> um, the the cipher trap wire health has increased. Yeah, I'll get onto why they've done that in a bit. Mm. The the fade has got a massive stealth nerf in this uh, patch. I mean, I, I, it feels like the whole patch was about nerfing chamber. But fade, when you add up the nerfs that she had previously with the prowler, the health has now been decreased. And as you'll see later on, 
like mollies and you know stuff like that does damage to the prowler as well so this health is poof it evaporates I mean, so much quicker i i've been playing a lot of ranked on this patch i think i queued like 10 or 11 games yesterday because i don't have a life in the off season um and playing against fades it felt so much easier to get rid of the cat it takes like two to three shots now to get rid of a fade cat and even when it's like in chomping mode and it's like latched onto you it's way easier to kill her stuff and be able to adjust up to like kill the person swinging you i, I think this is a pretty significant change to her combined with the already decreased distance on the cats so I don't think I don't think it's going to be undertuning her. I think it's going to put her in a pretty good spot, and I think it's a pretty reasonable change to the to the cats. Mm, mm. Fade plays I mean, everywhere. It's similar molding. to the silver, silver treatment. Yeah. Yeah. I think cats now are going to be a lot more. You're going to see a lot less situations where you're actually getting a chomp, and a lot more situations where it is just strictly info. And they're still very good for getting information. That's not mm. changing with this. It just makes it a lot harder to actually get the chomp and get the blind onto someone. Okay, Harbor. maybe when they're super oh, charged, sorry. it's like not as not as easy to get blinded by it as well. When they're fucking on the trail, that shit was yeah, so yeah. annoying. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Um, so Harbor, I mean, kind of outside of all of this shit that's going on, they're still just yeah. trying to buff Harbor so that people play him. Please, just, please, please, we'll make him insane. So the high tide <laughs> is like his uh, his major wall thing, and the durations increase there. The cascade duration has also increased. They're just making his smokes and the slow that is with the smokes um, last for longer. I, I, the slow um, mechanic doesn't last longer, but the fact that the wall is in front of you is kind of the important part there. But... I mean, this this kind of feels like it's not even related to the rest of the patch. It's just been thrown in there to please, please, I beg you, play more Harbor. <laughs> so we can, I think we can move on fairly easily, can't we? We'll talk about Harbor when he when he gets playtime, I guess. Um, so has anyone? I, I just want to take a quick poll yeah. before we move on. I'm sorry. How many Harbors have you guys seen in playing your own games? Because I Zero. think. I queue like five ranked games like every single night for like the last like two weeks since I got home. And I think I've only seen a harbor like once, maybe twice. No one plays this guy. It's crazy. I've I've played against harbors maybe against and as or with probably like six times. 100% win rate. 100% win rate. 100% win rate. What the harbor has 100% win rate. Well, okay. Wait, he has 100% or you do? Because if the harbor's on the other no, the team. Harbor, the harbor. The harbor. Oh, okay. Against me, as me, as my teammate. <laughs> 100% win rate. Mm. Same. The anecdotaliness of this evidence is uh, uh, mighty, <laughs> mighty suspect. I, I played with a yeah, harbor. Yeah, but it's high elo, so come on now. Okay, okay. So I played, I played with a harbor, and we did win. Uh, but he also went, win he went 7 and 22. Doesn't and matter. Was, Controllers. It was a gigantic liability. <laughs> <laughs> but, but listen, we won, so 100% win rate. That's fine. I've literally never seen one. I've never played against one. In any game mode. Really? Even DM. I don't know. But <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I don't know if I've ever seen one in DM. I don't believe in him. He's, no, like, I he's might like the Sasquatch. I might have played against one in DM, but that's it. Okay. I haven't seen one in unranked, unrated, Quiet. spike rush, <laughs> snowball, escalation, snowball. ranked, anyway. Fast game. Uh, anyway. Why, you gotta be the change you want to see in the world, okay? You gotta be the change. I'm not playing Arbor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not playing Arbor. He's I'll wait for the next. After like the, f the five more buffs, I'll play. <laughs> yeah. Once they make him insta kill, if you hit him, someone with a wall, <laughs> then, then we'll play him. All right. What's the next one then? Drowns. Uh, okay. Wait okay, a minute. So, Riot uh, Games made a typo. 
No command is in C. No command is X. Go back. Riot Games made a typo. Oh, no. Oh, no. We must must tell them. We must tell them quickly. Everyone, go get enraged on Twitter. Go post on their podcast comments. Just comment. You guys made a typo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because we here at Platchat never make mistakes. We've never once made a mistake about anything. And that gives us the high ground. Um, yeah, they, they increased KO's ult to 8. I think it's an 8-value ult. They, they also, the health of 0 point, yada yada. We'll get to that in a bit. Uh, Killjoy. Right, Killjoy lockdown. The health has increased to 200. This has pretty massive ramifications. Yeah. Can't be broken by shock, uh, shock darts. Can't be broken by breach aftershock. Um, I guess, you know, previously, previously it could have done because they had bonus damage. But as you'll see later on, the bonus damage from aftershock, for example, has been taken away. So now it just does, you know, 180 to the lockdown, which isn't enough to break it. So it's, pr- it's pretty huge, actually. It changes the, the barrier pretty significantly. How much does a raise nade do? A ra- uh, it, enough. Still enough? Yeah, still enough. Oh, yeah. Okay. Still enough. <laughs> just checking. Yeah. You have just to, like, get, sure. like, most of the nade on it for it to do it. Like, the little like the little tendrils have to land there. It can't, like, spread out and go away from the alt. The raise nade does so much damage. I was looking at it. It's, like, it's ridiculous. fucking, like, 80 per pellet thing blowing up it's crazy but it's obviously a justified not enough i need an aoe attack everybody on the map (laughs) i want to call in a tactical nuke bring back call of duty buffs um so yeah so i think we can move on from this as well we'll just talk about this holistically at the end once we get to it omen buff pretty huge actually paranoia cost increase from 300 to 250 you can now buy on the pistol round the smoke and um Armor as well, right? So that's 400 mm-hmm. and then plus the, the the 400 from Paranoia and the Smoke, which is huge because I was out here in my Omen games just buying full utility, buying two Shadow Steps or whatever it's called and looking like a moron. Yeah, that's really big, actually. Mm. Blaze, the cost has been decreased. Yay. Still a shit ability, though. Please go back to the drawing board <laughs> with this one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it not any defenders for Blaze out there? No. Ooh, I, I love my Blaze. agent that is only good at close ranges around corners to not have any gap closing ability other than one fucking wall. If they just, he's so, he's so slow at just pulling it out and getting the, the thing, the wall up. Yeah. You need the, they need the, the, the speed, speed. Speed, violence, momentum, perhaps two walls like Neon. Uh, raise boombot health has been decreased to bro- draw it in line with the prowler as well. Um, I think probably everything that we just talked about with prowler makes sense here as well. That's overtuned. And Too sage, sage is actually one of the uh, agents that you have to keep in mind in this patch because a lot of what we'll get to is that you know mollies and stuff like that all now damage enemy utility. And the Sage Wall is something that is massively important when it comes to that, too. Mm. And the Sage Wall is still damaged by ally stuff. And that is necessary because you don't want to get trolled by your own Sage and just walled into places. Mm -hmm. But it also means that the um, nerf here, for example, the wall taking an extra 10% of the time in order to fortify might make a bit of a difference. And then they've changed how she heals as well. Did you think Sage was overpowered currently? No. Uh, one second. I, I want to see Riot add like a Pokemon style system to make the game make more sense. This game, this patch feels like it's trying to make the game more approachable. Like Molly's do damage to everything. That makes a lot more sense instead of having to know the intricacies. But 
Phoenix Molly should insta-kill Sagewell. I, I think we should just have common sense counters. Fire versus ice, that should that should destroy it. Uh, uh, fire versus ice. electricity, electricity can expand beyond heat. Killjoy's utility shouldn't lose to the Molly. Uh, the slow orb, that ice is out electronics. It should shut it down. I think it should make it's more not, sense. Uh, that we're not talking. This isn't May from Overwatch. Hold, hold on, she do be cooking. Also, let her cook. <laughs> no, there's no cooking going on. But Van Silly tier cooking going on with that idea. Yeah. <laughs> no cooking. I like the uh, yeah. I like the interject. Oh, oh, oh you yeah. guys are talking about the patch notes. One second, guys. I must talk about Lloyd. <laughs> Pikachu. <laughs> One second. Sorry, that was really important. What was your question, Josh? It was very informative and necessary the, to discuss. We're talking about the Sage, maybe. Do, do you think Sage needed nerfing? <laughs> I mean, she wasn't really getting much playtime as far as I could tell, but she's just been she's just been hit with a nerf hammer every time that she's been come up, and I, I felt like she was in a decent spot, but this is uh, clearly... The whole patch is a bit of a nerf, because now, for example, if you know if you, if you're playing with a sage and a brim defending bind, you you wall off B long, and then your brim you know accidentally in ranked fires a molly towards B long as well. The the brim molly from your own team is going to affect the sage wall, and so I mean there's already it's interactions. Not land that are on this. the wall, Josh. No, the brim thing bounces like. 15 times never gonna happen it, it's gonna land underneath your wall and it spreads under walls and it's gonna heat it up wall, and the jade's gonna melt yeah. is it jade i thought it was ice not ice papega clap common i mean it's on jeez <laughs> common mistake oh no uh, is it called ice jade. orb no it's no it's not orb. called ice orb it's called the barrier oh, no. orb okay. <laughs> that's a stupid thing it's a wall not an orb all right anyway uh, she she does more so, healing but, to allies than herself as well. Only thirty was, HP healing. She was OP in low ranks, Josh. I think this is literally what okay. it targeted at. She was fucking like sixty percent win rate or something. I'm making that stat up, but <laughs> half the stats you hear on the show are made up anyways. So, True. yeah, it was she was OP in lower ranks. This is what it's targeting. All right, okay. Uh, let, let's move on. Sova, yeah, whatever. Sky, yeah, okay. So Sky actually pretty significant change there. Uh, the the dog now costs more, which I don't think that that changes any, like, major calculations when it comes to pistol round or something like that. Not sure. I mean, most guys were running full util on pistol anyway, weren't they? I don't know. Yeah. Or, like, dog Wait, and the, armor or something? Change does mean you can get heal to flash armor on your pistol, which is pretty cool. Simil I think a lot of this patch is just, like, adjusting pistol round buys to make them more reasonable for the util agents. It's kind of just mm. the same idea with what they did to Omen. Yeah, okay. It's so they yeah, the heal cost less. The dog, but okay. yeah, sure. Increase the dog, reduce the heal. Yeah, fine. So you can uh, still buy full utility if you want on a pistol, or you can forego your trailblazer and get everything else plus armor. Yeah, I mean, if you forego your trailblazer on pistol, though, you're, you're trolling. trolling. <laughs> 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 so let's be very clear out there. Uh, the finances do not change that. Um, a viper, massive changes to the viper's pit, and this confused the shit out of me until I talked it through with my stream. Um, does someone want to go through it so I don't look like a moron again? <laughs> sure. So with this new change to Viper, essentially it affects how long you can be outside of your pit. So right now, a lot of Viper players will like pop down their pit, play in it for 20 seconds, and then like run away. And like 15 or, or 15 seconds later, their pit would fall. You're playing offside. You win the round. But now when you leave your pit, 
that bar that decreases the like durability bar of your Viper's Pit goes all the way down. So your ult will drop if you stay out of the pit for eight seconds. But you can no longer do the cheese where you go out of your ult for like 14 seconds, go straight back in, and then it regenerates within like literally, I think it was five seconds before. Now it takes 25 whole seconds for that bar to regenerate. So you can't do the funny game where you're going like inside, outside the pit constantly. You have to either commit to being out and let your pit fall or go back in. Because if you leave again, you're never going to have 25 seconds in a Viper's ult to let that bar fully recover to go back out again. So essentially it makes it harder for her to juggle her position in and outside of the pit while keeping it up. Yeah. Okay. That I think this sense. was. I think this was the most broken ult in the game. It was a good game. explanation. So yeah, I, I even my feeble mind understood. It means yes. that you should be able to flush the. You know that the viper's in the pit probably, and you'll be able to flush her out a bit more easily, which I think. Yeah. Good change and in the Increase role. the alt points. Like, yeah. Cool. Like sure. ulting or droning her out for even a couple seconds could keep her out the ult and just drop it. So there's actually real counterplay now. Yeah. Um, faking like faking footsteps running away like on icebox for example uh that could definitely get her out for the pit for enough time that it'll drop to you so good change uh, that's nice. uh why it can no longer mold when people are egoing the viper's pit in every round yep that's just genuine counterplay now yep. rather than just put a drone in there and hope to god you catch the viper <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so moving on from viper the, the, the Yoru's gate crash has been changed. Oh, will cost <laughs> decrease. Yeah. Looks like several agents are reviewing some important mission updates in the range. Didn't, didn't read that when I looked at bad change. Don't know what it means. Lore in the range. Lore. Maybe. Don't care. Find lore? There's a bunch of lore going on in the range. Cypher is sitting there right they now. They mentioned the like range. Alarm bot. We're getting some fucking practice updates. Let's go. Look at this. Look how happy the what this Yay! is the change yeah look how cute that is <laughs> i this thought we were gonna get like more... actual mad scenarios man come on oh look I'm, at that I'm, it's I'm lore done, i'm done bro when Killjoy can we get a replay alarm mode Killjoy alarm like bot. a different you know the little um you know the you know the bb-8s that came out that were like um remote control that they zipped around oh the star wars guys yeah. yeah 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 but people made actual i don't know what you would really call them they're not drones i suppose but they, you know it rolled around droids? on a ball and it was droids? yeah droids yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> uh has someone made one of those for the alarm bot and it did that little dance that might be oh, a cop we'd be, we'd be fucking yep that might be a little cop <laughs> not gonna lie that might be a little cop sure. uh, um Okay, let's, let's where, where the hell were we? We, we just finished uh, with Yoru. changes. Can we finally get to the bloody... Here we go. Oh. No, no. Mike's no, right. still this. <laughs> okay, look, look at what this is. What? Assi changing how assists work in the game. Move no, on. Move on. No, this is good, though. That'd be, that'd be. It's Did good. Uh, fix support the breach thing with that? ACS. And as nope. we learned at the beginning of the episode, ACS is the most important stat. So, W change. W change. Did they fix the breach thing? No. I don't think I'm ever going to look at how assass uh, assists work in this game. I, d I just... They're so Why? inconsistent. There's no four value. things right here. All you look at it. Nope. Okay, wait. We, no, get no, 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 we get the exciting thing. We get the exciting thing. Move on, move on, move yeah. on, move on. So the damage interaction changes. These these are the big ones. We've been kind of talking about it the whole, uh, the whole time we've been discussing these agents anyway. But... Basically, you don't have to scroll through each one of these um, agents, but it's like, oh, the incendiary now damages all of these things. Oh, the nanoswarm now damages all of these things. Hot hands now damages all of these things. Essentially, we can sum it up like stuff that does damage now damages everything. Um, oh, and yeah. And it doesn't damage team things. Yes, it doesn't damage team things apart from, I believe, the sage wall, which. Uh, yes, and correct. trips. 
Cypher trips? No, no, no. Cypher trips, they already changed in a, a previous patch. <laughs> so nothing. For, for every audio <laughs> listener out there, Bala just uncontrollably, <laughs> speechlessly pogged. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. So that's that's why I was infuriated. What we going through this on my stream because they've done it in such a backwards way, where they haven't just said there are exceptions to the general rule. They've listed out all of the new abilities that it damages. So you have to remember in your head which ones it already does or doesn't damage which is annoying as fuck. But I think the general rule is that everything basically gets sure. damaged apart from Sage. I'm just going to hope everything gets broken. Yeah. Um, the, the KO change there, though, is quite important too, because if they're not going to fix the KO knife bug, at least you can listen to the voiceover now. Oh, nice. That's good. <laughs> which, who knows? It still have the bug or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, his voiceover's broken as well. Yep. He just surprised. says the wrong. Ah, oh, fuck! It was four. <laughs> <I'm in the laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> That's I forgot. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wh what else? So, oh, so the damage multiplier update is also really important. So a lot of things now do damage to stuff, and previously, um, some abilities did bonus damage to. Lockdown, tripwires, what, whatever. I mean, it only really mattered as far as I could tell to lockdowns. Um, but I didn't know this existed. I won't lie. I did not know shit did bonus. I think damage. the craziest part of this, though, is when you scroll to raves, Blast Pack used to deal 1200% damage to yeah. enemy abilities, which means she could two tap Sage Walls with her fucking Blast Packs. She could one tap KJ Alts with it. They yeah. fixed all that shit. All good. Yeah. It's no but longer busted. We did know that. That's that's why yeah. I was losing my mind when Asuna did his blast pack lineup to kill the lockdown. Is because yes. it did absurd amounts of damage. But yeah, they, it still does bonus damage. It's one of the few abilities in the game that now still grants bonus damage. So Raze is the best person to have if you want to get rid of uh, a, a lockdown or a sage wall, I guess. But for everything else, it's doing significantly less than you would expect. Um... The, the important things to look at are like KO Nade works differently to all of the other mollies in the game. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Um, it, you can do goes, 132 woof, woof. damage to a player with a, with a Viper molly, yep. but you can only do 33 damage to a piece of utility with a Viper molly because of how vulnerable and well, that makes sense, the debuff it's like works. A, it's like a thin... Oh, you, acid. Goop. oh, you're it's arguing acid. the lore for balance now. Well, no, it's not lore, it's, it's not visual. Lore. It's visually, yeah. It's dude, KO, KO's it's like a, it's an Molly looks liquid. lethal, dude. <sighs> Viper looks like you could put on a nice pair of boots and just walk right through it. Your nice pair of boots would be coming out looking like they're in tatters. The acid yeah, they'll be fucked up, but you won't... Get, take any damage. Hey, Molly is already so good. Like, the ability is so cringe. It's not a fucking Molly. It's like an orb. It's a sphere. It's a, it's a, it's a circle that you throw, and everything in the radius gets absolutely fucking boomed by it. And now it's even better, because it's the only Molly that actually does good utility damage. It's crazy. Well, I mean, the utility damage is useless if it can't break a lockdown, right? Well, it can still can it break not? lockdown, though. I'm pretty sure it is one of the few that still can. Yeah. What? Yeah, the KO well, is one of the few that can. damage. Yeah. Fragment Valorant. 
I still because you can this. you can kill a player with fragment and you do two and a half times damage to utility and uh a killjoy lockdown only, only has 50 more health than a player so you can 100 percent kill a lockdown and you can still cheese a lockdown through a wall i think that should not right. have been allowed no it, nothing it else does can not it. oh it's 200 it down. oh fuck i thought they buffed the lockdown to 250 okay no, never mind All right, cool. yeah yeah Wait, yeah, wait, wait. But, oh my god, wait. Is the number wanna... on the left or the right the new one? Is the number on the left or the right? Why is it greater than signs? 250 is greater than a... Those are supposed to be... Oh, this is written so confusingly. I thought it was still it really, 250. It's not. I'm sorry. Okay, three oh, greater than signs do not those make you think than. that it means greater than. That means it's, it's clearly really greater. It's really <laughs> greater, actually. That's so stupid. It should be, if they want it to be an arrow, it should be a dash and then a greater than sign, not three greater than signs. Well, that signs. would be minus greater, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd have to get bod mass in there and stuff, and you'd have to figure it out, so I'm they tried to make it easy. Mind. No, it cannot kill Killjoy Lockdown. I've just been capping for the last yes, few Yes, it can. No, it can. What? <laughs> what I want to point out at this point... How much damage does it deal in Toodle? What I want to bring up while our analysts are molding is that this patch was supposed <laughs> to make things more intuitive, and it's actually just caused more confusion, I feel. Yeah. I'm going into why game did, right now and I'm Why don't they just make all the mollies work the same? Why do they make some up, some down? Why don't they just deal flat the same damage they do to players? They do the same damage to utility. Why? I, I, I don't want to get into it. Fucking let's move on. For God's sake. <laughs> God, for the, yeah, but also, so take the reins, Josh. Please. You know, if uh, the stuff like Fade, for example, though, you put down a molly in the choke point, the Prowler's going to go on top of it. The Prowler will die. There are big consequences to this patch in terms of actual play that aren't just us nerding out about the details of like, oh, the damage numbers, which I will do still, though. But uh, yeah, was there anything else in this patch? A uh, slight what? Spectre Sorry. nerf at long range. Yeah. Prowler? I was going to ask, you said you were going to, because I don't get this. You said you were going to explain why they changed, like, trips and darts and stuff to yes. 20 HP. Okay, so sorry. So the reason that I... they've changed the uh, health values of stuff like that is so that they don't, um, well, I, I, I think it's so that they don't insta-die. So that they still uh, have, you know, so if you fire them into something, they don't evaporate before they hit the ground. I think if they had literally one health, they might not be able to do some certain interactions. Now, I can't imagine anyone killing a fucking Rainalia or a Recon Dart with a Brimstone Molly, but that interaction exists in the game. So, you know, you can get rid of certain utility with I was utility gonna ask a question, but it's just better I don't. <laughs> and we, 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 My brain yeah, hurts. Can we talk about something else? If you have any questions, put them in the comments of this video, and I won't, and won't answer them. to them. <laughs> Spectre changes. Let's no, talk Spectre it's spe changes. Long range nerfs. That's it. Yeah. Any That's it. Why would anyone use the Spectre when the Stinger is in the game now? True. But also I think the wrong. Cooler. Because the Spectre is actually pretty good on like, on like second good. rounds. And I no. think you're capping, Stinger is good too, but it's not. You cannot consistently get a multi kill on an anti eco with a Stinger. You can with yeah. the Spectre. Yeah. If you're getting ran down on a round two true, after Josh. after buying SMGs, you only get one with a stinger. You get two to three with a specter. Specter better. That is a good point, but <laughs> you're not going to stop me from buying stinger. Um, okay, that's fair. fine. Yeah. Was there anything else in here? I think it was just the Swift play. Oh, oh yeah, the new game mode that was released as well. Oh, yeah. Swift play is in the game. It's live. You can jump in. It's similar to if anyone's played the the CS mode. That's like the shorter version. I can't remember what short they call match, it in yeah. CS. What? Yeah. Sorry. They call it short match. Very creative ah. naming scheme. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, really good. Well done, Valve. Um, so this is just basically a copied version of that. Something <laughs> we were really asking for months ago to be added to the game. They've added it in. Um, it's very similar to just Unrated, except you get slightly more money and slightly fewer. Well, a lot fewer rounds. Um, has, has anyone played it? I played one game of it last night just to check it out. Has anyone else? I, I played like three games. Very cool mode. Very cool mode. It basically, mm. the money works out so that you get a pistol round, you get a force, uh, like an anti-eco versus a force, and then you get uh, two gun rounds, which is fucking cool. Cool. Mm. I haven't yeah. tried it yet. Looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I went and played this game mode last night, and yeah. it was in the middle of streaming Minecraft. So it was one of the, like, you know, I was doing a challenge where it was like, oh, I messed up in Minecraft, so I've got to go and play a, a, a quick play game of Valorant. And the idea was I could ask people in Valorant about Minecraft. And one of the people That's responded amazing. that I should spit in their mouth. So I think, I think yep. this tweet might be the realest shit you've ever seen. Interestingly enough, that's the least horny Valorant player that you interacted <laughs> with in that game. <laughs> yeah, so it really is a dangerous place. Don't go in there unless you're very much prepared. It's actually crazy, though, because I had similar experiences with people asking me to spit in their mouths, but, like, this doesn't happen in ranked. <laughs> it doesn't happen. I, all I need is angry people in ranked. In this mode, yeah. like, I'm fucking getting introduced to a whole other community Oh my of god, I've had some creatures in ranked. I I've been in a, in the terrible dungeon. I had a player in my match the other day who wasn't coming in game, but heard my voice and then opened my screen, my stream, and was typing in my Twitch chat instead of calming in game. And the one time that he like was actually calming at the end of the game was a, a clutch two v one that he and one of my teammates were in, and I was fucking screaming because I was tilted at the way they were playing it. And he calms to his teammate, and I hear my own voice from my stream coming back through his microphone. It was the weirdest fucking experience of all time. That's just opting That's into getting note. boomed. I mean, oh, God. Open your teammate's stream to listen to them not communicate their frustrations to you, but you just get it anyway. <laughs> yes. Fucking hell. Awesome. I don't, not not to turn this into the ranked therapy session, but <laughs> fuck me, Josh and I played some awful games the other day with Van Silly after we, he ate his chicken noodle soup hot dog. We were we both were, really drunk. We Yeah, and we almost lost a 5v4 from the beginning on Icebox. We won it. <laughs> We won 15-13. We brought it back because we were down 7-11. We brought it back to 12-11. And on the last round of regular time, Arena, who didn't say a fucking word the whole game, <laughs> pipes up to say, guys, let's go mid to A. Let's go mid to A. After oh we were just God. like straight five-manning sites and winning every round, Go mid to A on Icebox. The worst attacker pathing possible. We immediately lose the round. By the Everyone way, dies straight away. love changing things that are working for no reason. It makes me so mad. They're trying to stay two steps ahead. I will say, this though. This is a great segment. The, the, Rainer, the Rainer said that, and Vansilly co-signed it. Vansilly was like, yeah, <laughs> I think that's a great idea. And then the whole no. team goes there. And now... <laughs> My favorite thing in Ranked is, is watching the worst possible play ever. And because I'm the fucking therapist of my Ranked teams, when I solo queue, just being like, yeah, perfectly played, guys. Really nice job. Let's run that back. When yeah. we, like, no, no, throw that's a the 4v1. Best. That's a Shio classic right there. 
you're talking to your duo. Dude, what the fuck are our teammates doing? This, 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 this guy doesn't know how to... And then they win the round. Oh, good job, guys. We'll play. Played optimally. We won. Uh, Bren has been going through his own rank therapy sessions as well. He's been slaughtering his way through the Korean queues because mm -hmm. he's still in Korea right now. He's playing on a proper setup. he can only play Spike Rush, right? Because he does, no. doesn't have a Korean ranked account yet? No, he he, he has... Um, An S1. Uh, acquired a Korean ranked account. Okay. Uh, we won't go into details. <laughs> and he's currently, he's, he's managed to get his way up to Ascendant Immortal uh, rank just by the, the short time that he's been there. And he said, he said, all of the Korean players are buying Bucky second round and they refuse to go in through the choke points. And so really? he's just been jet entering Can you, can you show farming. the screenshots he posted below this story? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that the map of this moment? Uh, the nice one? Yeah, can you click on that one, Kurt? Look, I mean, this... <laughs> the, look at the spike position compared to where the... I mean, I don't know. Oh, dude. Yeah. So, uh, so I'm sure Bren could do with some rank therapy, too. I, I thought, though, mm -hmm. that the swift play game mode was a bit too short. I don't know whether you experienced that as well, but I felt like it went, it was over too quickly. I'd like to see it extended maybe first to seven so that it's almost exactly half of what, you know, a main game is rather than five. It just was over a in a flash. I have a theory. And the reason why it's so fast is because when they play tested it, they play tested with, you know, real people who would actually run some sort of a semblance of a regular comp. So they'd have smokers. In the swift play, nobody picks smokers. They all pick five duelists instantly. It doesn't matter. They don't care. So they just run it down, and it's much faster than they expected because my shit was lasting 10 minutes, yeah. basically. Which is it's good for some people. Which I mean, fine. that's the whole point of the game, right? It's, it's supposed to be fast. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was over a little too quickly for me. There was, uh, there was no semblance of, holy shit, we got to win this. It was just I mean, like, to be oh, fair, unrateds like, are already over, like, off the start. Like, I'm a, I'm a determinist, uh, particularly in unrated. I have to force myself to believe I have a say in my ranked <laughs> games, even though I also don't. Um, but in unrated, you either win or lose from agent select, and you should just forfeit at round five if you're going to lose. Like, there's no point. So it's just <laughs> as fast anyway. Okay, wonderful. Uh, that's, that's a real pessimistic outlook. Let, let's go. To, let's talk about the pro play though here for a moment in Swift play. No, not in Swift play. It, with the with oh, the patch okay. changes, <laughs> patch five point one two. Who are the winners and losers of the chamber patch? Oh my god! Wait, the winners of the Swift play patch are are orgs like org business development people like fucking i know that's not connor's job but like connor that have to think of ways to do sponsor activations in valorant that are fun and aren't just a tournament like the the the, the series of spike rush tournaments that orgs did oh, as like a mcdonald's activations they can now do swift play instead oh. so they can do like a thousand dollar samsung mcdonald's swift play <laughs> activation and warp a business their way to victory just shout out to all the business dev people in esports right now big win for you guys today yeah big win big win big w, fat w, dub in the w. column well done well done uh now should we talk about pro valorant for a bit or you yes. just want to ball for the business i was talking about pro valorant but okay <laughs> okay um yeah, the, the, the ch so the chamber patch, but it's like a chamber nerf. Is it a killjoy buff? There's cypher buffs in there as well. There's fade nerfs. There's all sorts of different things. So summon it all up. Let's hit some pro teams. And Kurt's made us this beautiful little segment, the <laughs> W or the L. So for Na'Vi, this team with CNET in there and stuff as well, 
Is this a fat dub or is it an L in the column for Na'Vi in terms of their patch? I mean, it's just a big W. CNET doesn't have to play Chambers. You get so you can fucking play Primary Sentinel. Uh, I think they literally... All of the stuff that they just did in G-Loot was primed for this. Like, they were like, okay, maybe we'll put a little bit of CNET. It'll be fine. He could play Chamber a little bit. But most of the time, we're going to put Sugetsu on Killjoy or whatever. And it looked great. So, W. W. Yeah. W. I feel like I can't yeah. think of another team at the top level like this where there was such a big difference between their, like, uh, their, like, star player on Jet and their star player on Chamber. I feel like CNET epitomizes that kind of thing, really. Well, this chamber was awful. It just wasn't, wasn't amazing. Uh, I think this is a fat dub as well. I mean, this is just, this is the Na'Vi patch. If I could think of any team, it feels like this team would benefit. And they're already at the top of the game. Yeah, I have absolutely no counterpoint. CNED getting to play Jet is an absolute W. Probably means a little bit less of like the, the Zipan Rays and things like that, but that's fine. CNED is an amazing player. Give him the Jet. Give him the freedom. Give Sugetsu the real Sentinels. Free, free this man from Sage duty. It's going to be beautiful. Is the I mean, Xiao is uh, going to be a bit worse on the fade, but I mean, Xiao just plays everything as well, man. I mean, yeah. Where can you, you can't go wrong with this, can you? Yeah, I mean, it's probably just... Well, Xiao's also playing Oh, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, W. I mean, I'm not going mean, to... Yep, just dub. <laughs> just w. a fat dub. They are winners of patch 5.12. <laughs> That's a sick. Patch. I like this. I like even dub underneath my name. It's, it's rare. It's fucking <laughs> rare. Um, let's move on to the next team. So, Cloud9 are the team that we're going to talk about next. We've picked out, like, a little selection of pro teams. We're not going to go through them all, obviously. But the rest of the teams that we're going to go through are going to be uh, playing in Red Bull Homegrounds, which we'll discuss coming up later on as well. So, Cloud9 currently in Manchester, um, I think, uh, for Red Bull Homeground, uh, having, having dinner with Boaster and Yinsu and stuff like that. Um, that's irrelevant. Just a bit of fluff there for you. <laughs> <laughs> Are they the winners or losers of this patch? They're not going to be playing on the patch at Red Bull Homeground, but looking towards the future, are mm. they winners or losers? Because, you, you know, yay, insanely good chamber. Does that make them losers of this patch? That alone... I think yay... Go, go on, ahead, Wyatt. No, no, Mimi. No, no, please, you take please, please, go ahead. No, no, I, no, no, no. I'll Mimi. open the door Mimi. for you. No, please, go ahead, go okay. ahead, please. I was going to say uh, that that alone definitely doesn't Certainly doesn't put them in the loser category um, because Ye's jet was. I mean, he, I think he played it still a little bit on scent, right? But other than that, he was just on chamber. Yeah. But I mean, he was just his jet is one of the best, if not the best. So that's just not a problem. I think it's more mm -hmm. interesting to think about where other players on the team then end up as far as the roles. Because you have Leaf can pretty much play anything, and his smokes used to be super good i wouldn't be surprised if maybe he's on the omen and then you have vanity playing some of the sentinel possibly um Zelsus i remember played Zelsus killjoy played killjoy. yeah a long yeah. he was playing killjoy a while ago so you could have Zelsus on, on that um so i think there's a few different ways they could go about it but uh i mean yay back on jet is obviously that's that's perfectly fine what do they do though if they want to be running like raise comps listen i'm not sure that raise comps are really going to be the meta I, I think it's very difficult to predict metas coming out of big patches like this but with the fade nerfs maybe you don't have the same level of synergy maybe people are moving away from raise but if that was the case if people were playing raise comps i mean does does leaf end up picking that up and if so where's yay's position on the team if he's not playing that 
main duelist and there isn't a chamber to go alongside? Like in a world where yeah. you play Raze with a uh, Killjoy, for example, what's Ye's position on the team? Like, how do you how do you see that? Does Ye just pick up the Raze? We go back to the uh, return to and box. Have him up on breach. Oh, no, 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 no. You mean the <laughs> only time in Ye's career he hasn't looked like one of the best players in the world? Take yes, him back to that time? Exactly. I, no, uh, but I think, you know, I, I, may be, I may be a kid these days. I may have been brought up in an era of part participation trophies, but not everyone can be a winner. And I'm going to say it. I don't think Cloud9 is a winner here. Uh, I think that this team has a lot of flexibility. I think the points you make, Wyatt, uh, about Leaf being able to play a lot of different agents is a really high level and being good at that <laughs> is awesome. Um, but <laughs> I'm this, a loser. <laughs> I mean, if you're, if you're a social media member for Cloud9, I mean, I, just loser, <laughs> hater, thinks Cloud9 are going to win, as they're going to lose. No, uh, I, I still think this team is going to be really, really good. But I do think they are a loser in this patch, despite the fact that I think they'll adapt to it fine and still be really, really good. I, I think this means we get less Leaf Rays, which I think is a shame because I think that can still be really good. I think Ye is a world-class Jet, but I feel like it does throw a lot of questions about their composition. I have faith that they'll be able to, to adapt to it, but when I compare them to a team like Na'Vi, where it's just like, okay, this makes sense. Everything's going to be perfect. I don't see that quite as much with Cloud9. I think it's going to be a little bit harder for them to find the right balance of compositions. I'm still really excited to say, see Ye Jet, but... Not everyone can be a winner. And today, they're taking the L. Wow. Uh, so, for me, this team was probably one of the big, like, the most primed to take on the 2022 season if Chamber was in the meta. Like, the, they, were, they, were, they were perfect. EA was there. They had yeah. people to play Rays. They had flex players that were fucking insane. They cut their primary Sentinel player before this, you know, uh, for whatever reasons, but they don't have Mitch anymore to come in and be like, let me play Sentinel for you guys. I can do it. Uh, so, yeah, it's an L, but it is a W for Ye because he's not locked in Chamber Jail now, so... Chamber jail. Man, really? You can't call it chamber jail when he was just ruling was, the world. It's like a fucking Scandinavian <laughs> prison. It's like a prison in Norway where like you commit a minor crime and you get locked up in prison and it's a fucking beautiful experience. I don't know if prisons are good in Norway, but I feel like I'm just saying be. it messed with his mental man. He he actually convinced Optic to try playing Yoru one time where he was the Yoru. So because he wanted to stop playing chamber on every map. So, yeah. 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 I'm not sure about this being an L. Here, okay, so what I'm what I'm thinking about though too is like how hard can they force Ye on Jet on on the maps that are going to be in the pool? We don't know what the new map is going to be like, but Bind being out of the pool is good in a if you want to force Jet, uh, it's good in a Jet world, right? Because uh, you can play Jet on uh, thirty games of reach. All the other maps. I'm, I'm just saying, all the other maps. thirty games of reach. Um, <laughs> yeah, God no. Uh, I mean the. Like split is can can be okay, but is a little bit more awkward. Um, but for the most part, I feel like you should be able to play jet on most of the maps. And in fracture, eh, it was a little awkward. Maybe not. Uh, I mean, split. Yeah, did you say? Sorry, I was I saying split and fracture are a little awkward for jet. Yeah. But the other maps. And then it depends on what the new what map the is like. So I want to see. I, I don't know how hard you can. I'm, I was trying to yeah. think in my head how hard you can force Jet on the pool. Yeah. Um, Fairly hard, but I don't think it's going to work everywhere. Yeah. So I mean, 
you're just thinking it's not a nerf if Ye goes back to Jet because he can control the game if, arguably yes. even higher than he it, could on Chamber. Or just equal to or if he can play as much Jet as he was playing Chamber. Yeah. Um, and then the other roles around him make sense. Yeah. Um, this is t- yeah, this is tough though. I think they'll they'll have a lot to figure out, and it's not that they don't necessarily have the personnel to do it though, because Leaf is so flexible and Zelsus is is really flexible as well. So I, it's not that they can't figure it out. I think it's just less of an obvious. Oh, yeah. you just insert the puzzle piece here. It's like solving the tens puzzle when you have 500 pitch black puzzle pieces that are all cut quite similarly. Yeah. How the fuck do we put this together? <laughs> it's there. All the pieces are there, but I think it'll probably be harder to figure out, at least seemingly, mm. on the outside. But I feel like they have so I think many by flexible default, though, that they makes, can do it. That, but by default, that just makes it an L because they have to figure it out. Right. Yeah, I mean, if the, certainly the, compared to Navi, where the, it's just oh, so I guess who gets to play Sandal and Cena gets to play Jet. The, and the game really is: okay. are they going up or are they going down compared to if they were playing on the previous patch? And it's pretty hard to argue that they're going up compared to the previous patch. Yeah, they're definitely not going up. I'm just, it's it's I, just I, like, I, I'm, I'm kind of like yeah, yeah. You have to pick same or L, but I guess then that just there means, isn't a same. I guess I'll go. Yeah, you're gonna go L. I don't want to because I feel like the I think they'll figure it out and they'll be fine because they have so many uh-huh. flexible players uh-huh. that it'll I think be fine. The only argument but, you could go for for a W is Yay is going to be unlocked and fucking crazy, crazier yeah, than yeah. he was on Chamber. And that's exactly what I'm gonna give you. But I'm also <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna give the Cloud Nine fans out there some outrageous cope. Yay's Jet is insane, but he's not gonna play Jet. Leaf's gonna play Ray's, and Ye's gonna play Rainer, and it's gonna be Ray's Rainer on every map. <laughs> We're going back, baby. We're going Holy back. Shit. I mean, we're going back to fucking 0.95 KPR. Ye's gonna take over the games. It's a fat <laughs> dub in the column for Cloud9. Ray's Rainer, baby. It's double duelist. Ding, They're gonna ding, take ding, over ding, the ding. game. He's gonna be better than Nisau on split. He's a fucking demon. <laughs> I mean, in reality, it is an L, but I had to give it a dub somewhere. <laughs> I mean, they're such a good team. I just love this graphic is so aggressive. Uh, it's so good. I made it. I'm like, this is just too screenshotable. I can't change it now. Yeah, I mean, this is this is f- considering where we're at with Cloud9. Like, oh, they'll have to figure some stuff out, but it shouldn't be too bad. The fact that the whole screen just says Cloud9 losers <laughs> is. I mean, it's the definition of screenshot this and don't listen to what we're saying, and you've just got all of the mold you ever need. Uh, move on to the next team quickly. <laughs> quickly move on. No, don't change me to an L. Move on. No. Before, move on quickly. All right, Team Liquid. Team Liquid. So they've w. got a couple of. I mean, they've got yeah. three players here that have played Chamber in the past. I mean, Yampi was playing full time Chamber. Safe was playing a shit ton of Chamber. Nats was playing some of it as well. So are they? Are they just by default a loser of the Chamber patch? Fuck no, they got Nats. You can play Cypher and fucking yeah. free. Nats, Cypher, over. GG, W, 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 W. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I think... You can have either Safe or Yampy on Jet. You get you get the Nats on the traditional Sentinel. You fucking smile about it, and you type a big dub in the column. Mm. Okay, okay. Um... Uh, I'm not, I'm not as convinced, guys. What's the, what, okay, 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 what, okay, because. About what part of it? Yampy. 
I'm what about it? <laughs> he plays everything. I know, Yumpy does play everything. But, it, but if we're in... Don't worry, in a, Scream is gone. Scream if we're in a jet meta... I don't know, I don't know, I've seen some wonky shit. I mean, Safe can play the jet, though. Safe can play jet, but I don't think that that's then leaning on the strengths of how your team's really built compared to how I was thinking about it in the past. But now, listen, I think it probably is still a dub just because Nats is so good on those roles that getting him on those roles is fantastic. And yeah, you can have Yampi play like Smokes or something, but I just don't, I don't see how this team naturally fits so let's let's say Nats is playing full time Sentinel, okay, yeah. and then maybe like Yampi or Redgar is going to be on Smokes, and one of the others of them is I, I don't know. Safe is going to mm. be playing like one of the the flex positions, and Yampi's on full time entry. I guess I'm just not completely enamored with how this team is going to change, and the the best performances safe is a fantastic player but the best performances i've seen from him were when he was at land playing chamber actually and the same for yampi i feel like his best was when he could focus fully on the chamber i mean actually maybe his best was even the I year before say. where he was playing a fuck ton of stuff out of lcq but he didn't maintain that peak i just think the roles here get a little messed up apart from you must have nats on sentinel which also by the way like, what about the Viper maps where you want Nats on Viper 100%? Yeah. I... Well, oh, be... yeah, I mean, there's not many of those left. I'm, I'm going to take a little L for Liquid. I mean, there's only one of those left. Yeah, I'm going to take an L for Liquid. he doesn't even need to, necessarily. Listen, he would, be playing, he would be playing Viper on Bind. He'd be playing Viper on Breeze. Both excellent maps. I mean, even if he wasn't playing Viper on Breeze, he'd be playing, you know, Cypher or something and, and popping off there. I... I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. Wait, are, are you, you're talking about the maps being out though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about how those would be excellent strengths for Nats. Oh, you're saying they'd be good. Okay. Yeah, they would be saying. amazing. I mean, Nats, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I I'm on the edge with this team, but I'm going to go so L. Good. I'm going to go L to balance. L to balance. Uh, this for is balance. A, this is a tough one. This is a very tough one. Um, Just think about Nats Cypher, what? It's the only thing you need that's on your mind am, right now. That's, that's what I am thinking about. That is what I am thinking about. And it's buff he'll, cipher. He'll just be so he'll just be so unlocked. <laughs> it's just it's just it's not it's not about him. That's a that's Nats that's a W for that. It's but in totality mm. is the problem. Yeah. Is that enough mm. to push it over the W edge? Can Watts Also, what happens if I around? select an L and where to I mean then it's up to Kurt, I suppose. Of course. It's yeah. up to me. Kurt um, always has the power at the end of the day. He turned mine into an L at the end anyway man i, I can we i'm on the edge I would, I wait you know. wanted to oh you were talking about the previous the pre one. Yeah, the cloud God. One. i man this is this is really tough this is really tough i'll just go are there any, are any i'm on the edge you want to look at i I'm can pull up the stats no no, no. <laughs> i'm just going out okay going doesn't out. care <laughs> i Kurt, thought i've ran the numbers i've Kurt, done all the calculations call you to the podium it's uh, slim, but it's an L. It's an easy dub. Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty fair outcome. <laughs> that's a pretty fair outcome. All right, let's move on to another team then that's going to be playing in, uh, in Red Bull Homeground. It's 100 Thieves. Um, so they pick up Cryo, who's a great chamber player, but also we've seen Cryo play you know, Jet before and be excellent there too. Is this a dub or an L for the chamber patch? This is a peculiar one for me, because all the 100 Thieves with Will, I'm instantly huge W. They didn't love playing Chamber anyway. They weren't super big on implementing it. But even like Champions X set, 
Cryo was like hard one tricking Chamber. Like he is John Chamber. He's Mr. Chamber. <laughs> so, huh, I don't know. Thinking about the roles, I, I think you can have Cryo play on the Jet. He's a very good Jet player. That used to be his mainstay. And he's played it before. You get a lot of flexibility from Asuna. You can do it. Hundred Thieves was doing it like the end of the Will era, where he's like kind of fully transitioned for the most part over to playing like the Flash Initiator flex role. Maybe you play some weirdo double duelist comps. But uh, I I feel like this is the team where like I'm not super big if it's an L or a W. I feel like this is this is fine for them i think you can flex cryo to jet i think it'll be good but i just i would have liked it so much better if it was the chamber meta and you can just perma cryo chamber and then just let asana play raise and flex around and do whatever then i it just feels perfect but now i'm on the fence i want to hear other opinions i need to be influenced how how likely is it that you think people like cryo like yay like uh who else do we even have to put in that column like uh i don't know cned i guess like these kind of people that are mostly known for being dominant jets in the jet meta, being dominant chambers in the chamber meta. How likely is it that they transition to being really good raise players or really good? I mean, what even would other people? Uh, Phoenix, there's a Phoenix, Rainer meta. Actually, Rainer, I don't think is as interesting a question because Rainer is take a duel and get out in a somewhat similar way to jet and chamber. But the other duelists function really quite differently in terms of how you're set up by your team and how you set yourself up. Do you think it's a given that these players are just going to be great on raise? Like, should we, by default, have faith that Cryo is going to be I mean, a really top raise player? Cryo is never going to play raise on this team, though. I don't think. Yeah, but Austin then... Asuna didn't necessarily play raise on the raise maps. back. Yeah, back Will played other. raise yeah, on, like, half of them. That was I think Will who showed yeah, a lot more Will... willingness to play raise than, uh, than uh, Cryo has in the past. But is it willingness, really or is it just raise? that Chet and Chamber were so busted that mm. you, it was better to have people specializing in them. And and also you had uh, you had Zekin on the team, so Cryo didn't ever need to like, even consider that. Well, isn't that the same case here with Asuna to some degree, arguably? Yes, but now now the question is, if we give Asuna race maps, where do we put Cryo? Do we flex him to like that flash initiator role? Because that feels like a really far cry. It feels like it's better to just maybe have Cryo learn that agent. Yeah. <sighs> uh, and that's the... That's the way I think most teams are going to be approaching it is, uh, you know, a player that likes to take a lot of fights, the player that used to be the Jet, the Chamber, the Contact Agent, probably now needs to start getting really good at Raze over the offseason. And they have a long time to do it before Sao Paulo. I mean, not before Red Bull Homeground, but that's not on a different patch. So should we just be thinking about, you know, these players as like giving them the benefit of the doubt? Where do, where do you come down on it? Would you, uh, would you have faith I that Cryo is going to pop off on Raze? I think for Cryo, yeah, it's it's fair to do so, but for I, I think the way I draw the line is when I've seen them play or attempt like tens to play raise, and it's shit, then that's where I like okay, that's where I'm like okay, it's a problem. But yeah. for other people, oh my god, I forgot about this history. Okay, so when I used to, this is the ancient era, like 2021, when I used to cast like all the tier two tournaments, he was on Soar, who was yeah. like uh, Pug Stars, which was a team that was winning every Valorant Sunday showdown, which is just like a weekly tournament that used to be a lot bigger than I think it is now. Um, but he was pretty much exclusively a Sova main back then and was actually really good at playing the initiator role. But he's never played 
like the dive duelists. He's never played like Raze or Neon pretty much ever. He's only ever played like the contact duelists, like the, the jet chamber kind of stuff. So, and, and I guess Reyna a little bit too. So I guess he's shown some flexibility in the past. I'm not saying put him on fucking Sova. I think that's a crazy idea with how good he is, but uh, I don't know. Derek. I mean, no. it's just unnecessary. Okay, here's uh, yeah, my thing. This is why I'm going to give it a W, and it doesn't really have anything to do with Cryo. It has to do with that Hunter Thieves never even really wanted to do much with Chamber. Anyhow, it was always a struggle point for them. They wanted to lean into Cypher. They wanted to have Stellar on Cypher. Mike really likes running Cypher on a lot of the maps. Uh, one of the maps they really like doing that on is Split, which is coming back into the pool. Um, they wanted, they prefer running Cypher on Breeze, but it's just tough when Chamber was so fucking busted. This is what they wanted to lean into and wanted to be doing anyhow. Also, Killjoy is going to be better, and I think Killjoy, at least at a point, was the agent that I thought Stellar was playing the best on, um, uh, like Fair. a little bit around before he joined Hundred Thieves, when Killjoy was actually still being played a little bit. Um, so I think that's a perfectly good agent for him to be on. Um, I just think this is actually going to lean into what they want. And I, I, I think on the maps where Cryo is playing Jet, I think Cryo is poised to be like top. I think he might be, he's like at least one of the top duelists in, coming into the year, like top you. Yeah. Um, and I think if he's back on Jet full time, or at least like somewhat full time on those maps, he's just, I, he, he might be the, I, 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 might be hot take, but I think he might be. If Jet is being played as much as we're theorizing, I think he might be the best Jet at the begin, like uh, top half of the year. Um, okay. So I, I think that there's enough reasons for me to make it a W. Okay, I'm gonna go with the dub as well for slightly different reasons. I mean, so, some of the ones that you've said too, but I'm just thinking more about the map pool. Maybe I should have thought about the map pool as well when we were talking Cloud9 because they've historically hated Bind too, and they used to be pretty good at Split or whatever. But I feel like for 100 Thieves, they, um, they've always enjoyed playing the like the, the Split kind of maps. They've not been amazing at it before, but having the, the like coordinated utility kind of stuff, has been favorable for them. They enjoyed playing the kind of style with Chamber, uh, sorry, with Cypher, which I think is more important than whether or not their, their players are necessarily aligned perfectly to it. Um, and they were also really good at Pearl when it first released, and I think they're gonna probably just be good by virtue of their like team structure and their coaching staff of being able to pick up a new map when it drops, whatever the new map is. So I'm, I'm gonna go with a dub on this one. 5.12 is 100 Thieves time. Yeah. Also, if I didn't space out Split, if you remember at the beginning of, of this team's existence, Split was their best map too. It was, yeah. Yep. Uh, w, simply because Stellar was already playing Cypher on a lot of these maps. W. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is what they wanted um, in Old Hundred Thieves. My initial read when they picked up Cryo was that they wanted to lean back into Chamber, expecting Chamber to still be really good. That's obviously been nerfed now. I think this team has proved in the past that they're really good at adapting and staying away from agents like Chamber. So I think, yeah, strictly off the core, this will be fine. The roles might be a little bit weird sometimes, but you have Asna who can pound on pretty much any role, and you have Cryo who has plenty of time to learn another role if they want to make a change. So... I'm not as confident in saying a W as I did with like a Navi or or even oh, with no the way. with the last team, but uh, I think this is still still a slight dub for uh, the the slight dub, dub in the column, the small dub, the lowercase dub, dub in we, the column. Can we can we downsize the W? Maybe like put like <laughs> like winners, like little text. little small winners. The, the viewers can zoom out. Just zoom out at home. Okay, zoom uh, out. Now now we context want the does not matter when you're taking screenshots though. Well, yeah, true. true. Everyone's that's, that's true. <laughs> let's let's move on to the next one, the most important one. 
do the viewers win or lose? The people at home. <laughs> the people of the internet. The viewers, the Timmies, the fans at home. Do you guys win or lose? Yes, because Jet is a funny agent and I like watching Jet kill people. God, that's good. Wag I like the AI-generated selfie next to Walter. <laughs> they kind of got some of the facial hair. Oh, uh, God. That's his mouth. Wait, sorry. You, uh, Damn, Kurt, that's you? You took that selfie? Sheesh. Holy shit. That's not me. Oh, that's I just, just you that's, I just Googled AI-generated selfie. Yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's the first one. That's a generic human. <laughs> generic, definitely not incredibly attractive to a, a, an unproportionate value human. Um, I, I'm putting a dub in the column already. Anything that provides more variety that takes you know you into a different direction with a new map and stuff like that is going to be interesting i think it's going to be a fun idea I, I like i like the idea of it get get killjoy get cypher back in there we haven't seen him in a while variety is the spice of life after all fucking dub yeah big dub for the viewers right time to do it before the, the league starts next year something new to watch dub hmm I'm thinking of the most meta argument I can make to make myself give an L. <laughs> but it's really hard. I'm trying to stretch. Mimi, go first. I got one, I think. It's cooking. Huh? <laughs> What'd you Mimi, say to me? Uh, right, I, I, I already said W. I started by saying W. I was the oh, first W. Oh, I see. All right, this is a big L, okay? And I'll, <laughs> okay. Tell, you <laughs> I'll tell you why. It's along the veins of why the, the fucking chamber nerf, like, the the idea of this uh, balance approach being bad because what if what if what if they buff him again? He's he's not actually fucking changed by any fundamental measure. He's just he's just fucking sitting there, and it's so it just takes one little change, just make his trip global again, and the guy's back. And also, it shows that there's a willingness to continue to have freaking teleports and untradeability shit in the game that is oh so bad God. it's oh so bad God. for the there's game there's no helping this guy there's no <laughs> so, helping so he's like, determined no, to be I upset like where, i like where he's L. taking us <laughs> i like where he's taking us l l yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay i mean he's just a miserable <laughs> man in the top right corner all right a winner for the viewers kurtz kurtz said it it's a dub for all the linus's swag cats staring hamsters walters and ni generated <laughs> selfies out there uh, okay we're gonna take a short break we'll be back in a couple of minutes to talk about red bull home ground and uh preview that tournament a little bit and then uh i don't know we've got some other stuff after that i think bye hey all right oh Oh, five minutes. I thought it was three. Well, I mean, we could do three minutes, but I just clicked five minutes. That's okay. I mean, I have um... some entertainment for the break. This is a paper I wrote on why this meta will be better. The Jet meta in Valorant has been very popular and powerful choice for viewers to experience. It has been widely accepted as the go-to character pick for players and viewers alike. It allows for a great amount of versatility and maneuverability while also providing a great amount of utility. It can be used to rush through the map, clear out angles, and set up strong smokes. However, there are some drawbacks to Jet meta in Valorant that have been discussed by the community. The biggest issue with the Jet meta is lack of diversity. Valorant is meant to be a team-based shooter, but the Jet meta often results in teams playing the same character this can lead to a lack of strategic options for viewers, as teams will often play similarly. In addition, the lack of diversity can lead to stable, uh, excuse me, to stale matches, as teams may struggle to find new and creative ways to play. 
Another issue with the Jet meta is the lack of long-term strategy. Because of the high mobility of Jet, players often rely on quick flicks and rushes to get kills. This can lead to games that are fast and exciting, but it can also lead to games that are quickly over and... That wow, that was, that was fantastic. Can you, um... Can, can you generate some, uh, some conversation around our show? You know, sure. like... The, what the people think of Platchat Valorant, for example, something like that. Or these are the problems with Platchat Valorant. Maybe maybe something more along those lines. I'd like to know what the computer is thinking about us, you know? I know what the people think, but I want to know what the AI thinks. Let's see what the AI thinks. Oh man, this Platchat Valorant episode was not enjoyable. It felt like the topics about Valorant weren't even related to the game. I feel like the episode was a waste of my time. Hashtag Valorant, hashtag chat, Platchat Valorant. <laughs> That's, that sums up every episode we've ever done. I like that. I like that. Another have you got one. a positive Twitch message chat. for us? Oh, I have another message. Twitch chatter, sigh. This episode of Platchat Valorant is so boring. Twitch moderator. Hey everyone, let's try and keep the conversation civil and focused on Valorant. If you don't like the topics, please suggest something else to discuss or take a break. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's great. We don't have any moderators in the chat. I don't Which, think. Oh no, it looks like the Plat Chat Valorant episode didn't quite hit the mark with viewers. It's always a bummer when that happens. Let's see what the people are saying. Viewer 1. This episode was so boring. Nothing interesting was talked about. Viewer too. Yeah, I'm not sure why they decided to talk about topics that weren't even related to Valorant. Twitch. That's unfortunate. We want to make sure viewers are always engaged and interested in the topics we're discussing. We'll definitely keep that in mind for future episodes. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I missed a super chat as well, actually, an hour ago from Chuck McLean, which appreciate the super chat, who said, if you place the anchor on Ascent A retakes, you can jump out of heaven to generator and still TP back up. Now the verticality doesn't matter. I hadn't really no, thought about stuff like true. that. No, no. I was that no, not true. You can't TP still, and it doesn't. It it reads like you can TP midair, but you can't TP midair. No, you sorry. Just, I, I mean, I think he means when you've landed. So like you. Oh yeah, yeah. Top, okay, that's true. Yes. You land. True. You know, you realize that you're in a bad position, and you can TP back up. So you could use it as yeah, like yeah. a clearing mechanism, I guess. Like mm. you put you put your body on the line, and unless you die in midair, you could. Grab some info or something. There might be Dear some really Chuck, cool things that people can do with that. I just wanted to raise, reach out and say a huge thank you to you for your generous donation to the Plat Chat Valorant YouTube channel. Your support means so much to us, and it's because of people like you that we are able to continue doing what we love. We are grateful for your contribution, and we hope to continue to bring you lots of exciting content in the future. Thanks again for your kindness and generosity. Sincerely, the Plat Chat Valorant team. Wow. Do you think so, we could make an entire remember. episode? where we just have topic title and generate one talking point for each person next yes. topic and it's yes. all just chat gpt honestly okay if we did that can we feed it like stuff that we say though yeah you can yeah. you can feed it like tell me why jet is going to be so good on this patch or something like that i think no i meant like feed like a like a ball of tw model 
I'm not sure um, about okay. that. You can't, it's not quite that advanced, but I do have some takes, just a, kind of a preview for our next topic. Um, in my research, I've found that in the MABR versus Leviathan series at the, the Movistar uh, Latam, or the Latam Gods tournament thing, um, both teams look hot. MIBR had some new faces on their roster, such as Vito, King, Giuseppe, Johan Fe Phelps, Vascolanes, and Ricardo Boltz-Bross. I just butchered all those names. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and has some new strategies that paid off in their series against Leviathan. Leviathan on the other, uh, other side had their new roster and some fresh faces and strategies that allowed them to take the series against MIBR. Both teams had the potential to win the tournament and both showed great performance throughout the tournament. That's my take, personally. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It would just be filled with so much misinformation because there's no basic fact-checking on, like, who won the recent game oh, or anything like well, that. Well, here's the thing. The God AI was trained in 2021. It does not know anything that happened in the last year. Oh, so it doesn't even know about Chamber. No, no it doesn't know about Chamber. Ah, Unaware. Intriguing. That's why intriguing. the AI is so joyous. <laughs> all right let's talk about red bull home ground it's a tournament that's happening this weekend with a bunch of the teams that we just went through yeah. as well right it's like liquid 100 thieves it's cloud pretty poggers yeah it looks sick it does pretty look pretty poggers um it, the, there have been other like regional tournaments from what i remember though this and valorant india are the only cross regional events we've had so far I might be capping out of control. Oh, there was the uh, Guangzhou tournament that had um, yeah, right. the Asian Korea teams competing as well. Yeah, Korea. Oh, and actually, like no, sorry, even uh, the Superdome, right? Thailand. Uh, Superdome only had EU teams. Yeah, but I mean that. Had, yeah, that just had EU teams and MENA teams, which are, uh, I mean, the, you know, technically the the same kind of region. So yeah. anyway, I, that, that might be literally misinformation. I might have just chat GPT'd all over you with literal lies on the internet. Anyway, Red Bull Homeground. It looks pretty sick. Let's take a look at the groups, and I want to go through some preds, which groups are stacked, which matchups are going to be interesting, that kind of shit. So the, they also, they booted one of the teams out. They booted Big out and added, um, was it Heretics as the last minute one? Heretics, yeah. Yeah. So Big won the grand finals, and then bye-bye. I don't know. I mean, maybe Big just couldn't attend or something. I don't know. I literally don't know. No idea. Any, no. any uh, knowers? I God. I think there was some drama related to it. I think it's because one of the players is playing on a, one of these teams, or maybe that was how it was in G-Loot. Oh, oh, was it Twiston is playing for Vitality, and he was on big that qualified for the team. Is that correct? Am I thinking correctly uh, here? Yeah, Twiston is there. Yeah. Yeah, so he's on two teams. So instead of, like, allowing big to go search for a fifth, they just kick them out and invited heretics. Yeah. Well, heretics, mm, they have more viewers that we could get for the tournament. So, I mean, come on, play Mixwell. If that, if that, I mean, but that's horrendous if true, but I need to put the if true in there because I really haven't looked into well, it. Well, there was reports about it. Hold on. Oh, Let me go there? look for it while you guys discuss. Okay. I'll okay. go look let's, for it. Let's, let's, let's vaguely look at Group A then while Bala's hunting for information as a rare break on this yep. show. Uh, group A looks pretty interesting. We've got crew in there. So it's not yeah. just, you know, a team that's a couple of teams from the US. It's also, we get a chance to look at crew without, you know, Kesnit, Mazzino. So very different look towards crew. I think yeah. most of us were thinking that this team would get a little weaker with the loss of their two best players. But, um, the group that they're in is going to be so interesting because you get to see them clash against Cloud9 and then two of the weaker teams, I would say, from Europe, not all-star teams, right? 
I think yeah, that's fair. I mean, that's well. I mean, I think there's a difference between focus and vitality. Uh, like, yeah, vitality yeah, yeah. are definitely stronger. Also, important to note: this tournament is on the patchwork chamber is still giga busted. So yes, five point one zero. You would think Cloud Nine are going to feast in this group, and I fully expect them to feast in this group. Do you think people will run um, five point one two like chamber nerf comps as as prep? Because this this tournament doesn't have a crazy prize pool, right? Um, like, can you scroll up a little bit? Yeah, hundred thousand. I mean, that's actually pretty decent as a prize pool. That's pretty high. Um, but I feel like for a team like Cloud Nine, it might just be more useful to test out your ideas for the upcoming patch, prepping for Sao Paulo rather than trying to win with Yeon Chamber. I don't know. I think Maybe. that's pretty reasonable to do. I, I think it's also nice because um, for a lot of these teams, especially the ones that have made changes and are kind of playing together with their new team for the first real time here, this event is going to be really nice because it's in LAN. Everything next year is going to be in-person LAN events, Sao Paulo. With that, just a good way to kind of get used to each other, get some officials under your belt. So uh, that's actually the fucking like the, the, the sports mentality storyline that I just spit. I'm so sorry about that one. Yeah, they did. They got to get got to get some experience out on the court, get the new players feeling each other. The land experience, super huge. But I think there's I think there's reason to to try new stuff, um, especially especially for the teams that you'd expect to be pretty dominant in in this one, like your your cloud nines, even your crews, your liquids, your hundred thieves, that kind of stuff. Well, let, let me uh, you said crew that. Is crew expected to get out of that group? Listen, Cloud9 mm. is. Cloud9 is yeah. expected to get out of that group. Who's the second team? Who's the third team? Yeah. Who's there, getting yeah, out? Yeah, there are three teams getting out, and I think crew should get out. I, I, I would expect yeah. that it'll be Cloud9, Vitality, and crew. Mm. And then Vitality and crew fighting for the second spot. Yeah. So All your eyebrows is... have raised. Do you disagree? <laughs> Isn't crew trolling with their roster? Hold on, let me refresh my memory. They're doing oh, a bit of yes. trolling. They're trolling, right? Yes, they're <laughs> it's trolling. It's not that troll. It's doing a little bit of trolling, isn't it? Haven't they got like... Um, this isn't got, that troll. They've got three op players on their team. I mean, I, I guess Shandy doesn't have to be opping, and maybe Davies isn't uh, going Shandy. to be either, but... Shandy's pretty... a strong rifler. It doesn't need to be opping. Yeah. Um, uh, here's here's how I'll put it. I think they have a chance of not making out of the group, and that's already bad for a partnership team against uh, Focus, who is going to be playing in the VRL. It's a good team, and they made it to Challengers last year, but I think that would be a bad look. That would be a bad look. I think they should beat Focus, though. Even Are they likely roster? to lose to the other two teams? Because in that case, it puts it directly in the head-to-head, -head, Vitality, uh, sorry, Crew Focus. I, I think Crew would probably not be favored against a Vitality in a Cloud9. They, they have chances to win, of course, but I would consider them the underdogs in that match. If they go 0-2, and two, I don't know when exactly they play focus, but it might come down to just a straight-up head-to-head between them, as in, you know, I think who that's goes the most likely result. Yeah, I, I do think that's most likely. I think they could beat Vitality. I, really, I feel like Cloud9, with the Chamber patch, if they're... I'm assuming all these teams are just going to be playing optimized to the Chamber patch because also they've been practicing in the off-season on that patch and that meta. Sure. I mean, I, sure. I, and this new patch is just coming around the corner. I'm going to assume they're just playing what they've been playing and are going to try to win with that. Okay. Um, in, in, and if that is the case, which it probably will be, I think Cloud9 should just snack on that group. But I think Vitality are a fairly clear second, though Crew could beat them. I favor Vitality. And I think, yeah, it's Crew versus Focus for the third spot, and I think Crew are favored. 
pretty sick position for focus to be in actually playing against three other um partnership teams where there's still opportunity to sign these players right mm. that you had to lock in your primary roster but that doesn't mean that you have to stick to it the entire time throughout the season i think for for you know yugi or uh, Purpo has been hanging around the top end of the scene for a long time. Even your boy Lewis, who looked fairly impressive in the Challenger circuit over in Europe. I, th there are players here that if they impress at a tournament like this on LAN, people might start looking at them to swap up some small pieces to their roster heading forwards, or, or maybe even as like a, a sixth player if they wanted to, if, if that interests the players at all. Well, they'd yeah. also they'd have to get bought out of their whatever contract with Focus too, because they all just resigned on that team. Mm. Yeah, yeah, true. But yeah, true. Pretty cool. Still. Yeah. Um, the context, by the way, I, there was not really any serious report or anything like this, but Big did drop the the roster entirely after uh, Twist and signed to Vitality officially. So I think that's part of the reason why Red Bull decided, hey, right. like they're the org is actually not going to be involved in this, and um, maybe they are interested in having uh, the orgs being the guys who are covering it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. So moving on to Group B then. Group B, group B is a stacked group. Whereas, whereas Cloud9 are the clear favorites in Group A, Group B is even, or at least has a lot of even parts to it too. Who's the favorite? I think 100 Thieves are definitely the favorite because I actually, I think we can talk about it after this, but 100 Thieves are my pick to win this. Um, the whole tournament? Yeah. Uh, reason being, I think they're just... 100 Thieves were upward trajectory all year. Uh, and now we've arrived at this place where we're on the same meta they were practicing on previously, but they just plugged in one of the god duelists that currently exists into the position that they were in most need of an upgrade for. And I think that should just take them over the top, especially in this meta that they've been playing and been improving in without a serious chamber player for the year. Um, so I, I think that's like, it, I think it's super easy for them to just fit in cryo and seriously level up. And they were already on the upward trajectory. They've, they've already got a foundation that they've been working from. Uh, I, I think they should be pretty nasty in, in this tournament. Um, yeah, I think that's a reasonable point. I mean, 100 Thieves are a top team that haven't really made too many changes. And this is still fairly early on in the, in the off-season. Or maybe we're about halfway through the off-season, something like that. But uh, I, I think a lot of people will be wanting to take a punt on, you know, a Cloud9 in a different group, or a Liquid, or a, maybe even a Heretics, actually, judging by the decent performances we saw from them recently, um, to, to overtake them. How reasonable do you think that is, Bar and Mimi? Do you think it's possible for a team that's been put together, you know, newly? I, I guess this team actually does have somewhat of a pre-existing core that have played together mm -hmm. before. But if you're talking about Liquid, for example, the, there's many more pieces there that need to be worked together. And to some degree, Cloud9 too. But let's focus on Liquid for a moment. Do you think Liquid can overtake where 100 Thieves were at in order to get out of the group ahead of them, to win the tournament, that kind of thing? I, I agree with White. I, I do think 100 Thieves is the favorite of this group. I think that's very, very reasonable to say. Uh, but I would probably argue for Team Liquid being the closest second. Um, I think that, well, they only really have that very small core and it is basically rebuilding from the onset for this team. They have a lot of really fantastic players. You get kind of Nats and Redguard to bring ideas over. Um, do we know, is Yampy still going to be calling for this team or is it going to be Redgar? Or... Red, it's got to be Redgar. It's Redgar? If, yeah. if Yampy's IGLing, 
Oh. <laughs> that would be cringe. That would be very cringe. But yeah, I, I think they've had plentiful time to try and put something together. That's a death rattle. I mean, I don't, listen, I don't know what noises you're used to hearing. What but is that a was death a, rattle? That was, that was, okay, this is, this is the, the, rattlesnake? the sound effecting dies of cringe goes like this. <laughs> and then the guy falls over. Okay, Wait, dies of cringe has a sound effect? I thought it was just a gif. Uh, yeah, it's from it, a film. It is, but I like to think what I'm imagining. Picture, yeah, mate, I'm watching What motion picture? <laughs> yeah. What was I saying? Oh, I was coping about Team Liquid. Um, yeah, I, I, I think um, it's not that cope, but it's a little bit of cope. Uh, I, I think that Redgar is not jail. I have a lot of faith in him. I think the pieces of this team are pretty awesome. They've never shown anything before, so you kind of get that advantage of being, ooh, we're the mystery team, blah, 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 coming into this one. So yeah, I, I think it is pretty reasonable to say that those teams will be somewhat evenly matched, even if I do favor 100 Thieves in the group. I think... Um... You're capping off a stack. Everybody, Team Liquid is the favorite, and there's no. Oh my god! Here's he such. A, I mean, this is just the classic baller simping yep. for Gambit. I yep. mean, that's all this is. Yeah. From Gambit to meth they're to not, Liquid, you cannot stop coping. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why. There's, there's a couple not. different things. Uh, a couple different the streets are talking type of situations here. Number one, oh, I go. heard. Oh my god. I heard. I heard that. KC Corp is right. This is a, it's it's related. Okay, I know you guys are like, what the fuck, KC Corp? We're not talking about. It. We're talking about KC Corp is you running some whack Corp. ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carmen Corp with Screaming Navarro wanting yeah, yeah. some whack, whack ass comps. So I think you've taken the rot out of Team Liquid. Finally, <laughs> it's not it's not Yampy's fault. Okay, wow. let's just make it clear. It's not Yampy. It's not Soulcast. It's it's elsewhere. Okay, and now wow. that has gone away. Okay, number two. Nat said hi to me in a stream. <laughs> oh my, dude, you're so giddy. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. <laughs> That's like what your, this is based it's on. It's like your crush said hi to <sighs> you in the hallway when you're walking to biology. <laughs> <laughs> Just, good lord. Nah, so you know, it's not, it's not totally worth or er, based on, on stuff like that. Obviously, there's real reasons because. Uh, all right. What are the real reasons? The real reasons is uh, I think people overvalue the amounts that a structured strat book actually brings to uh, a tournament when everybody's fucking going to be just slapping you in the face with random shit anyways. Right. It's it's not something that you could super prep for or or tailor your strat book towards so having that experience for 100 thieves together against a field of teams that are completely made up essentially where they're just going off of new shit completely um is not that big of a, a deal and i think a lot of times you see these teams who are recently formed actually have like a, a i mean you could just call it a honeymoon phase but realistically what it is it's a it's a small chemistry buff because everybody is just learning about each other right so you're gonna see these guys all cloud nine liquid heretics might have already you might have already seen that might have been a reason why they were playing very well at the Indi india invitational but all that sort of thing matters and just because you're the one standout team that has experience together does not make you the favorites i would say 100 thieves ceiling is much much lower than some of the teams that are being put together like team liquid like cloud nine um, I think it's it's undeniably fair to say though that 100 Thieves are going to be the measuring stick by which other teams yes. are you know uh, measured against because they're the only team that we have any idea what their previous level was and like you said we're on a very similar patch with a direct upgrade so you're expecting 100 Thieves to be 
just minimum as good as they were at champs and on the run-up to that. And they should be a bit better. So if other teams are significantly better than them, then holy shit, you know? It's like... I, I think they... I really... I think they should be a lot better. I sure, think, just I with think the ejection a, of Cryo. I, yes, I think yeah. it, you, you've just plugged in a god-tier duelist into the easiest kind of plug-and-play switch-out you can make. Uh, I think they should be seriously leveled up, and I believe in Mike. That's why I got the Iowa sweatshirt on today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> From the cornfields to Manchester. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know when the you know when the hundred thieves jet touches down in Des Moines on the way back, <laughs> all the Iowan <laughs> citizens are going to be out there cheering. <laughs> Mike's, Mike's. Yeah, yeah. I can. I, can I, do, I believe all it. three no, of I, the Iowan citizens. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I really do believe it. I, I believe in team. I believe in Mike. I think that. This is like a great tournament for them to win, honestly. I feel like it's set up for them to, to, to take it down. I believe in MCE as well, though. I definitely, I definitely do. I think there's yeah. some... So what, what are some big like player storylines to latch onto here? Because I think the team ones are fairly obvious, you know? We've already taught them to death. But in terms of looking at the groups, are there any player head-to-heads or stuff like that that really excites you? Because when I look at Group A... I'm not that excited by many of the head-to-heads. I think it'll be interesting to see if the focus players can make a splash. But really, when I'm looking at Group A, I'm just looking at like what they're going to do when they hit the playoffs and play against Group B. I, I mean, I um, would just say, Frank, I, I feel like this Cloud9 roster on this patch that they've been practicing on, I, f- I think they should dominate this group. And if they don't, I think that's worrying. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I-, I think... Go on, Will. Y'all, y'all are sleeping on vitality, and when you want to talk about like player head-to-heads and whatnot, I'm, I'm really excited to see Twiston and Molesy go up against uh, the likes of Ye and other top, top players because yeah. we haven't seen them ever at international competition. Um, yeah. So that's really, really cool just to be able to see, like, okay, are they actually... Uh, we haven't seen them on land even. So that's another yeah. aspect, too, of a number of these teams is... Well, vitality specifically. I, I think that those guys are the dark horses in this, and I, I think people are potentially sleeping on the possibilities of them doing very well this season. They got crazy so firepower. Think, they got crazy firepower across the board as well, actually. Yeah. I feel like they should be top four for sure in this. Oh, vitality should be top four. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, I think they're a dark I, horse, but for sure is like, yeah, further than I would go, I think. But yeah. I, I think they should definitely be top four. Okay. With the, so it'd be like, this isn't an order, but like C900 Thieves, uh, Liquid, and Vitality. I think they're the top four. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's not unreasonable. I was just, I thought that Heretics played fairly well. But I, on paper, they I did. do think Vitality looks like a better project than Heretics. It's just that Heretics ended up doing all right, looking fairly coordinated. Uh, are we, we, we sleeping on Footballist as well? Anybody no. on Footballist that you're interested in no. uh, looking at? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, Mr. Fallon. I'm interested. <laughs> Mr. Fallon. Mr. Fallon. 100%. But. They just bombed out of that Jilu thing, so I'm not excited for them. And I hope we we actually had a long discussion about foot, yeah, about the Jilu thing. And uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not. But, hey, there was a Turkish hey, team that did pretty well. Then not in partnerships. <laughs> I, I I would just. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess the what, what is the storyline? It's a chance for them to prove that they deserve the slot with these players kind of thing sure they got the worst group possible to make that happen though like it's <laughs> yeah i and... mean they, they could reasonably be like they could be a decent partnerships team and still not make it out of this group right right possible you know i mean yeah even if they you know just get some at least get some close games going that something yeah win some maps. something yeah 
Um, okay, all right, let's let, let's move on from this as well. Let's talk LATAM. So Crew is one of the teams that you can follow if you're looking at Red Bull home grounds. But there was a temper. Uh, there was a there was a tournament, uh, LATAM Gods, where um, you we got to see some of the other teams clashing as well. And the finals had uh, MIBR playing against Leviathan, and we got to see them kind of duke it out. And Leviathan is a, a weird team now. I mean, it, it's a team that looks really cool, but I think a lot of my question marks were about, you know, who's going to play the smokes? Are they going to look uh, decent with it? And they've managed to cruise through this tournament without hitting too many roadblocks. Yeah, they, they did look really strong, and I'm excited for the team. But very weird opera, uh, operation they have going with this six-man roster where they have Takalia and Kesnet switching out duelist spots on different maps, mm. and they're both playing Jet and Rays, but just on different maps. They mm. both each played Jet and Rays once. Yeah. It's very unorthodox. Uh, I mean, in this case, they did get the win with it, um, but also in this case, Taco was a demon on both of the maps that uh, he played on. I mean, he, he, he was seriously outperforming the other players in the server and his other duelists on the team that was playing on some of the other maps. He had a It's pretty wild when you're competing against Heat and you're competing against Kesnit, right? Like, those yeah. are two players that we know have been able to perform at a top level on duelists, which Taco's only really shown it on Chamber so far. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, though, I, I, I think if that stuff gets ironed out or if it just, I guess, proves to keep working, um, then it's fine. But yeah, overall, I, excited for the roster, for sure. They, they looked very strong. They got a great... I mean, there's not much to say other than that, honestly. They, I feel like they got, uh, they got all the, the best players they possibly could together on this roster. They looked very strong. How are they going to manage the six-man thing going forward is the question. If they manage it well, this could be one of the best teams. Yep, I, yep. I would agree. I think it was, I, I think specifically about Leviathan, it was, uh, I actually asked owner like what the plan was with them. And obviously it was uh, experimentation, like trying to figure out exactly what they want to do. Like it's not necessarily this is them going to swap players the rest of the time. And he said specifically that that's not what they're going to do. And they're going to stick with one uh, when the mm. season comes around. But right, okay. this was them trying to figure out, okay, like what's going to work. And I know a lot of people were like speculating, like why not just, for example, move Shy off or whatever. And um, well, he didn't say anything about that. That is a place where you have to start thinking about the roles of the players and, and whatnot. And especially as we move forward into the non-chamber meta, it's definitely something that is more difficult to, to work around when the two guys are uh, either playing your op or uh, your duelist. So, I don't know. I thought they still looked pretty good. I thought their protocols were, were nice, but they were definitely breaking down as time went on in the mid-rounds, especially on the map that they on the maps that they lost um, against MMBR, and that might be a problem, but it's also something I have full faith that they'll fix because they were a great mid-round team throughout the year, and they have an owner who is really, really good at making sure those situations are solidified. They've also changed their IGL, though, haven't they? Because... Um, yeah, I think it's, it's Nosworth now. now. Yeah, it's now Nosworth, so... Yeah, do not, do not, do not sleep on Nosworth. He was 
he was one of the primary reasons that F I think Furia were always able to, I feel like, kind of punch above their weight at international events and always look like they could contest with uh, uh, other top teams. And why a lot of, and I think a lot of that came down to the team play and to the calling. And also, just individually, he's really, really strong on, on the initiators. He's a great fucking player. Uh, not to be slept on. Yeah. And he just hasn't look had at his a lot final of stats. to show it. What's up, His Paul? final stats. Uh, just to, to show something, I guess this is what, just the overall tournament stats, but mm -hmm. which are very impressive for an initiator already to be in the top four. But the final stats, like, he was the top fragger, actually. Like... Yeah, yeah. 70, he went plus 22 <laughs> as the initiator. Yeah, he, he's the top fragger, but that's also Taco not playing all of the maps and dropping 300 ACS, you know, like... <laughs> he's, yeah. he's the top fragger because they were swapping their duelists around a lot as well. Yes. I feel like Taco would have farmed had he had more opportunity to. But it's he interesting what you bring maps. up. <laughs> what, what, sorry? Taco played two maps. Yeah, but you can't, you, you can't, you can't top frag when you're playing two out of three of the map or two out of four of the maps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but the um, the the role swaps and the juggling of players and stuff like that is always going to make your team play and calling a bit worse. If that's what you're trying to do is to figure out who should be playing all the time, then that seems like a right. decent thing to use the tournament for. Uh, it's it's confusing looking at this team. Didn't expect Mazino to be playing smokes. I thought that'd be King. King was playing like some of the Viper, some of the other stuff. I didn't realize that Shy would be moving over to playing Sentinel for them too. I feel like there's just a lot of stuff still in a soupy form here that's still yet to play out, but a lot of potential with the team. Surely they're going to be yeah. one of the best in Latam. It's just about this... whether or not they're going to hit the final formula to go further than they have done globally. I, I, and I'm interested to watch more from. Uh, go ahead, finish your finish your point on Leviathan Bala. Sorry, I want to talk about MOBR a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, that'll good transition. I think this is very similar to like the Guangzhou tournament, where you could see clearly that teams were experimenting, but a little bit of a more intense uh, feel. Like this was with a lot of fans rooting for Leviathan. This was um, them actually playing their their minds out in comparison to some of the trolling we saw at that Guangzhou tournament. So I think this is a good temperature check, though. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, but I was I was also fairly impressed with MIBR this tournament. I, I thought they did solid for a team that's had a lot of changes coming in. Uh, I thought FRC was playing like an absolute demon. It, it feels like they are very ready for kind of the chamber falling out of the meta um, for them. And I think it's going to be an interesting team to watch more. I'm always really, really happy to watch Cheat play because he is very cool Brazilian player who kills everyone. Um, so yeah, uh, I think MIBR showed some fun stuff and some potential. But overall, uh, Leviathan, I think if they can kind of like finalize their role stuff and maybe just like keep Taco Leah killing everyone all the time. Uh, that team is going to continue to be really good. They made some great off-season moves. What, what a great win con. Just, um, just have your best player. Kill everyone. I mean, that's, I was going to, I mean, I, it worked. I really like a lot of the players on MIBR and now that, uh, you know, they've brought in the new coaching staff and stuff like they, they can definitely improve. There's room to grow, but goddamn, if they're not still stuck in this endless loop, I feel like I'm just being, uh, having this imbalance of firepower on their team where there's often way too much pressure on heat to uh, go, go nuts. And uh, I, I'm definitely concerned about that with the team going forward. But uh, yeah. that being said, I still think that this could be a better version of that like keyed MIBR core with the better coaching that they can take it further and be better than they were before. How far is that? I I. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I'm not head over heels for the team, but they have some excellent players. So, uh, yeah, 
it kind of just kind of kind of eh for me at the moment. Oh, be cool. Oh, yeah, when they I see forgot Bazooka is the one poaching, poaching, coaching. This whoa, <laughs> my <laughs> brain has poaching turned. Poaching and coaching. <laughs> that's like that's <laughs> like Gil Boss Gate. My my brain has actually turned off for this segment. But I, yeah, I completely forgot that it was Bazooka coaching this yeah. team now. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we can take things to the next level. But. Uh, work to be done for sure it's pretty sick how the offseason is giving us little glimpses into into the teams i, I feel like definitely after rebel homeground and seeing crew we'll have a bit of a better idea and then you know hopefully after what there's like a there is another land tournament coming up the like ludwig Tarek. no 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 the ludwig Tarek one that they did was like a influencer tournament and then they're also doing the, the land with proper real. teams yeah yeah because i saw the little what do they call it little broke up little or something? broke up and, <laughs> and I was like, or sorry, I was delivered like, by Grubhub. Please by tell me, please tell me that this isn't what that land turned into. But they are still doing another one afterwards. So, yeah, I, I think once we get like some of those tournaments under the belt, it'll give us a pretty decent idea uh, about some of the, the squads heading into Sao Paulo. Uh, speaking about tier two, though, there was an Ascension team that has been announced. And it's been rumored for a while, but it's been like properly announced here. And it looks kind of sick. And when you're thinking about Red Bull Homeground and Focus playing there, Focus are not a god-tier Ascension team. They're, they're a good one. They have chances to, you know, do damage in EMEA Tier 2. But this North American team feels pretty stacked. It's the old, like, Ghost roster. It's the Exet um, organization that's created a new org. And they're... Did they announce it or did they just tease it? Uh, they from it. when? Oh. Yesterday. From two days ago. So it should be dropping tomorrow, I guess. The bomb squad. <laughs> but it's the team with like EU, Xander, Nismo. Dude, that can't be the fucking, that can't be the name of the No, it's not going to be the name. That's just their slogan, right? It's going to be like... It's definitely the name. It's the bomb squad for sure. You think that's the org name? The bomb squad? Yep. Nah. Well, no, I think that's just that. No. I think that's just like rep the set. It's gonna be related. The diffusers. Not the diffusers. That's, that's so much worse. What did, what did you say, Mimi? What, what the bombardiers. That's oh that's a little bit too much. I think it's the bomb squad. You think the team is no. just gonna be called bomb squad? No. No. If no. It's I'm not. Oh, I'm not gonna root for a team called Bomb Squad. I don't want to get hung up on this, but they can't, Josh. They can't be called Bomb Squad. Is, is Exet's um, management the ones that split from Phase Marco. a long time yes. ago? Yes. Well, the president. was the president of Phase? And then right. And then he Exet. formed Exet. It's the guy that was the esports guy of Exet, uh, Marco, who was right. Like so it's not the same person that was original on Phase, because Bomb Squad sounds like a Phase Clan kind of thing, you know. <laughs> that's what that, that was yeah. the line that i was drawing in my brain was like it sounds like oh let's come up with something that esports related but also like, like a, you're you're the bomb you know uh, i was gonna say it's like an unsigned esea source team name. <laughs> i mean it's just that I sounds mean, like an dude, org that like so one many. person would make when they like off of their own like salary from working at mcdonald's you like make an org called the bombs anyway, I, I don't uh, I'm, not, I'm gonna stop making fun of their name it's mean yeah I'm uh, but the, I, I want a fucking bat chest about this team because this team looks fucking sick i loved ghost gaming so much they were the team that i was like actually like so excited to watch every time when they were good at challengers and i was also so excited to watch version one every time they were playing and i feel like it's like the really good parts of both of those teams coming together the amount of skill you have on this team i think all of these players reasonably could have and maybe should have gotten an offer to play in the international league 
Obviously, there's only so many spots, but just the amount of talent here is fantastic. You have Nismo, who proved himself the end of last year, or this year, I don't know, whenever, it, it, of just being absolutely insane. You, you get Xander and EU, which is both really fantastic support players. You get Koala Noob, now back in a Jet meta. Like, I think this team is going to be really, really sick. And then, I mean, you missed a player off the end as well, but it's uh, John Cutie, Cutie who's right? also pretty yeah. pog. Who's done a good job at IGLing as well. He was the IGL for Ghost. Yeah, his huh? calling on Ghost was awesome. And uh, I don't know if it'll be him or Xander calling, but either way, I'm happy. Smile. Yeah, true. I mean, I, I think it's John Cutie. I don't think Xander wants to IGL anymore from what I was okay. just hearing through the grapevine, but that might be incorrect. Um, but yeah, this, this looks like a sick Ascension team. And I know that TSM are forming like another pretty big team as well that their goal is to make it through ascension and uh, it seems like there's still going to be some heavy hitters in the ascension tournament uh and yeah i, I think it's going to be sick to follow i think it's going to be more interesting than the current like uh tier two circuit is to follow because it, it's oh, yeah, just sure. the talent's more condensed yeah and there's yeah there's g2 guard a lot of guard as well yeah Fuck, I forgot about guard. Phase. Phase. There's so many good teams. Wait, who's on I... phase again? Or who's rumored to be on phase again? Baby Bay. It's literally the same team. Baby Bay boys. Same team with I think. Yeah. Yeah, that is... Yeah. I mean, North Super American, uh, the Ascension like circuit is looking kind of cracked. It's looking demonic. Yeah. Do, do you think that this team has a decent shot of being able to beat the rest? Or is there no clear best NA Ascension team? There's no clear best team. I, I, I'm not yeah. sure. I feel like you can't look at this team. Obviously, they're... You can look at it and put them in the top category, but it's tough to say, are they going to be better than Faze that we've been watching play for a while and were really nasty? Guard made it to an international event. Yeah. Even, yeah, I mean, Guard still have most of their, their roster, just everyone but Saya. Um, the G2 C team looks good. Uh, yeah, who else? Sorry, who was the other team they mentioned? Oh, TSM as well. I mean, yeah. we just got the full the <laughs> ultra spreadsheet. The ultra spreadsheet. Um, yeah. But I mean, there, there's some there's some good-looking teams out there, honestly. And I feel like it's going to be, to some degree, inevitable that um, some of these teams are better than the bottom North American uh, partnership teams as well. You know, some of the partnership teams will just explode or implode for reasons that might not have been foreseeable or might have been foreseeable. And then you've got some of these teams are just going to click and start dominating. Yeah, I mean, there's... Kurt, can you scroll to the bottom left of this real quick? Just for some fucking... The possible organizations joining. Keep scrolling. Oh, it's behind the lower third. FlyQuest, SSG, Mad Lions, Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast. <laughs> if, if the full name... If the full name is Mr. Beast's Bomb Squad, I'm so down for that. I would, be, would be so awesome. down for that. I mean, that that's so awesome. cheesy that it crosses yes. the line into being no. amazing. If it's yes, no, that would work. That would definitely work. <laughs> if that's true, they're that my works. favorite team. If that Mr. B sponsors works. them, Mr. B, that'd be so awesome. Squad, and they always come out eating a burger. They're they're, <laughs> they're obligated to take at least one bite of the burger, the Mr. Beast burger, before they. <laughs> Before they sit down and play. Every time they win a game, the celebration is eating a Mr. Beast branded Feastables chocolate bar on stage. <laughs> is that a thing? Yes. I think so. Thing. Wow. Okay. That is a thing. Crazy. Crazy. Um, all right. Sick. That wraps up some of the conversation for this week. I'm sure there's more that we could have talked about, but we're already going long. 
So my tennis just madness ran out. Let's end the episode. Exactly. It's <laughs> it's Wyatt's weekly award. <laughs> this one again. What? <laughs> three weeks of that. I mean, it's a good one. It's classic. This is the goat. This is the goat one. Yeah, I forgot right to now. change it three weeks in a row. Classic. I like it. You're throwing the people off. They're like, surely Kurt's changed it this time. No, not the same <laughs> no. one. Hasn't changed it. Uh, this week, it's an, it's an honest one. We're going back to honesty. Last week, dude, last week, Van Silly thought it would be funny to say that I gave it to him because he gave me a sub on Twitch. And I, he didn't. Oh, he he's didn't not sub to you. He's not currently sub to you on Twitch. Sub, and that's not I'm why I gave chat. it to him. Uh-huh. And in a matter of fact, listen, I'm happy to retract it after the, the, the scenes <laughs> we've, met, we've witnessed on Twitter this week. I'm happy <laughs> to retract that one. We're going back to honesty. Uh-huh. I'm going to give it to someone for the Valorant that they played, oh. which is why I'm going to give it to Nosworth. Oh, okay. For the, okay, for the okay. excellent Valorant that was played. We're going back to honesty with the weekly award. Taking down the tournament, MVP in my eyes, great addition to the team, underrated as hell. I think he, both him and the Leviton squad should be super nice this year. I'm looking forward to seeing more of him and more of him on an even better team. I think he's really going to be highlighted as a, an excellent player for the franchising season this year. Um, so, boom. Honest Weekly Award. Back to gameplay. Back to Valorant. Back to being real. Nice. I like it. I appreciate that. Back to reality. Is anybody doing a co-stream here of the Red Bull Homeground? Is that something that uh, is happening? I don't know. Do you have to like... I don't know how something? to get permission, Probably. but... I yeah, I mean... I, I'm going to try for Friday, but... Do it and see what happens. <laughs> oh, do you have to get from... I, I don't know. Just, I don't know. I you always need streaming. permission for every tournament you co-stream. Why would this even be a question? I don't well, know. I don't co-stream. Is... I'm not an influencer. <laughs> Sometimes you can get away with it. <laughs> That's... Some, yeah, some right. orgs so, don't let you get away with so it. So what you're really asking do. is, is Red Bull going to litigate if I steal their content? Yes. They probably won't. They send us so much Red Bull. <laughs> they love us. They'll take your Red Bull away. They'll they send, send a fucking so debt collector to take the thousands of cans that you guys have consumed. Please take them away. Our garage is filling up with Red Bull, and I need more room for well, the Well, now we equipment. definitely can't go stream. Please so. take the Red Bull away. Or sponsor our stream, Red Josh Bull. Why are you sending us I, stuff? I did, my, I did my job so far today. I've done, I've done what I can. <laughs> I've done what I can. Absolute demon. I've done what I can. Okay, um... Yeah, so maybe check out some of our uh, co-streams for Red Bull Homeground. Otherwise, I'm sure some other people will be doing it, like Sliggy, for example, who was on uh, last week. So that wraps it up for episode 115. When we do it next week, we'll be talking about, you know, Red Bull Homeground results, I suppose, because it's only a weekend tournament and probably some other dumb shit. We'll see you then. Yay! Bye.